You're a loser, bro. <laughs> so by the way, can we just talk about that fake intro quickly? Oh, fucking bastard, bro. What happened? That it's a Mali intro. Oh, oh right. <laughs> why am I a bastard? Why am I a dickhead? Fuck, you picked the intro, you bastard. What else was I going to pick? That was funny. What else was I going to pick? Your mum would enjoy it. What? Your mum would enjoy it. Your mum would enjoy it. You're going to be my mum. You're going to explain that story to her. I will explain to her. He said it. Nah, yeah, both of you are. I'm going to play to my mum one day, and I want you to have that same energy. Tell my mum that I'm scared of So do Somalis not speak fast? No, but he said we was talking. I said, <laughs> you see, I said busy, busy bone. bone. I said one of the bones. <laughs> one of them bones. Busy <laughs> bone. And you tell my mom that she sounds like busy bone, innit? Do you know what I mean? What's going on, world? Welcome to episode 17 of the Rhymes Like Dimes podcast with me, Yemi. Mo, Peter, and we are joined by a very special guest. He goes by the name of Quincy OG, yeah. a rapper, a friend to the show, all-round great guy. Don't know. How we doing, guys? Yeah, we're good, man. We're good, we're good, we're good. It's a late one in the Kiki Studios today, isn't it? Yeah, man. Yes, Mo was very tired. He was sleeping on the table before we started recording, but it's calm. Lateness, but greatness. That's all, that's all, that's all. Calm, man. For real. But yeah, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Um wherever you're at. Guys, how's your week been? It's been good, but before we get into like how oh, everyone's week's been, boy. Yeah, now I want to address something, innit? A couple of episodes, we spoke about Eminem, innit? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I've got, I got to address it. I've got to address it because like... Well, before you do that... Yeah, go on. Um, so audience, Peter has been feeling the pressure of not necessarily keeping the same energy with Eminem that he said he was going to with Melo. We were under the impression shout that he was... Shout, shout out to Melo. We were under the impression that Peter was going to completely and utterly annihilate Melo's opinion and probably make Melo question his whole fandom of Eminem or maybe even his life. But when Melo came to the podcast... Melo shit on Peter. Peter was all buddy-buddy. He didn't really attack Melo's points like that. And I'm going to address I'm going to address and we, and, and Wait, can, made, I, can I address it? And we've made him feel a certain way. So much so that he has had to address it today. No, I, I want to address it because Metal I feel one. like you man are wrong. You, you man are wrong for making it seem as though I was going to have this crazy aggressive opinion on, on Eminem and fans of Eminem. That was never going to be the case. I think in previous episodes, I've said how I feel about Eminem. I feel like he makes horrible music. I feel like he's overrated, but he's a great lyricist. That never changed. Just because I didn't come on here I was like mad aggressive and sweating profusely and batting my chest. PR. That don't mean that I didn't state my points. No, nah, hold on, Yemi. No, nah, I'm not even done yet, bro. Let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even done yet. So, I just, yeah, so I just want to say that, you know, sometimes like you can state your opinion without being aggressive and disrespectful. And that's what I did. Big up Melo, man. You man are not going to make it seem like, you know, I needed to be disrespectful or Peter, angry to, we were, to make people know that I don't like Eminem. But all we were saying was you had a certain vim on previous podcasts that you didn't have with Melo. Yeah, but listen That's to that, all. bro. I let out that vim on those previous episodes. Big up Rich too, because he started this conspiracy. Yeah, definitely. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he, sl- he started this. But you know yeah, how no, it's you, funny. It's funny. Do you know how? It's funny. Do you know it's so mad? You he's man sweating because now he's got to address it. <laughs> it's so mad that you man got into my head so much. Yeah, I had an argument with my friend Kemi about this as well. Like huh. literally, literally Yo, the day so after. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> 
I get why he didn't really do anything. He took his anger out on one. No, but like, what did you man want me to say? I said, I said everything I felt. Personally, I wanted an argument. Didn't get it. That's what I wanted. He's a nice guy, man. Huh? He's a nice guy. Of course, but Peter. You guys are not serious, man. All right, now, now. Listen, man. I'm saying. I feel how I feel about Eminem. I don't take back. How I um kind of no, handled that that episode. I feel like I got my, my point across. People know how I feel about M. That's that's all I care about. Man, now we can po- go back to asking about everyone. After doing after about. doing this podcast, I never want to talk about Eminem again. I know. Don't worry, but don't let Rich get in your head like that. Fam. I know. He really did, man. Peter, how was your week? <laughs> For real. Psych, psych, psychologized, man. Psychologized. Can you imagine? It's mad, man. That's my big brother, though, man. Obviously, he's the only one that can. And yeah, me too, actually. That's it. That's it. That's it. Peter, how was your week? No, my week's been cool, man. Um, been working. Um, started, you know, working out again, trying to get rid of this belly. Okay. Um, and yeah, man, just, you know, reading a lot more. Just trying to, you know. Hot boy winter. No, nah, we've got to call it something else, though. Autumn? No, I don't know. Cool Suave boy. Cool boy. boy. I don't even, I don't even D'Angelo know. D'Angelo boy, summer. Why has it got to be a D'Angelo boy? I mean, you are. <laughs> a D'Angelo boy. D'Angelo. No, don't ever call me a D'Angelo boy again. <laughs> <Why is> D'Angelo <laughs> boy? <laughs> um, no, my week's been all right, though, man. We thank God. Calm. Mo, how was your week? Hey, man, let me know what you need to. So, you know, for the greater good, my week's been good. Okay. That was ominous. I found, some people on the cusp, but I'm not going to do that. Q, how was your week? Bruv, it's been good, man. Work hard, play harder. I feel you. That's really where it is, man. Feel that. Why are you putting on this, like, yeah, exactly. You've got deep a man, voice, man, man deep voice. Sudden, like. Yeah, audience, this is not his normal voice. Do you know, do you know what it is, yeah? You know this guy's nervous. Honest, honest <laughs> truth, yeah? Honest truth, yeah? Like, this week, yeah? It's just been weird, bruv. Always check your junk mail, man. That's Why, what happened? Oh, for real, for real. That's real. the L yeah, yeah, yeah. this week, man. Always bro. check your junk mail. You want to yeah. talk about it? Post-pod, 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 post-pod. Post-pod, cool, cool, But yeah, always check your junk mail, man. You could be missing out on a big opportunity, bro. Big facts. Do it, man. Go do it every day. Yeah, how was your week, man? Oh, you remembered? Yeah, I had to, man. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I feel like every episode, you man are racing to ask me how my day was. Nah, Just for you then to say, oh, you remember, didn't you? Yeah. Because that week you said, we're not going to ask me. We legit weren't going to ask you, but... I've never felt so bad in my life. But the bad thing is, I've done that more than once on this podcast. There's been more than one occasion where you both haven't asked me how my day was, or my week was. Damn. Look at the right side. Yeah, yeah man. Stay silent, stay silent. Oh, that's why. No, that's all good. Um, let me talk about my day, on my week. Thank you. So yeah, week week was cool. Um, what did I do this week? Um, I went to the Boiler Room Festival, um, the rap night. Uh, so shout out to Boiler Room and Bone Solder for putting together a very dope event. Um, saw the likes of JD Reed, saw D Double, Jamar, um, Joe K from Selection. Big up those guys. Just a vibe, man. Mm. And it was in Peckham, so you know, local. Enjoyment. Yeah. Enjoyment. I really wanted to come, man. No, you didn't. <laughs> Seeing Whiskey next week. Why are you even lying? I really, I wanted to be there, bro. Oh, I just wanted to experience it. No, you didn't. You know, the industryness. But you didn't know. Why are you doing this? <laughs> you did not want to go. Why are you trying to front so like you trying this? to go? Why is he lying? Babe? I don't understand. Why are you, why are you lying? Why are you doing? Because no, actually, there was a part of me that felt like you know what. Off, you know what I'm saying, bro? What are, you, what are you doing here? Talking crap. So all you're doing so now is proving that you really want to dismiss me. All you're doing right now is proving that you want to be industry. I, I don't so mind dipping my toes in every now and again. Dipping my toes. Is that wishing well? Yeah. All right, I feel you. Anyway, <laughs> Q, thank you very much for coming down. Uh, we very much appreciate it. Um, all mine from. Yeah, man. So for the people who don't know, Hugh is Quincy OG. 
Uh, but Quincy OG is a guy from South East London, Thames Me, to be exact. You know? Mm-hmm. Came from a crew called um, SMF, which we now go by Street's Most Favourite. You know, that's the new mantra, that's the new name. What was the old one? It was Stupid Mad Fresh before. It was a good name, but we feel like we're just growing out of it now. Like, in terms of what we really are. Like, we're not so much as wacky anymore. Before the videos we used to do, the, the clothes we used to wear, we're growing up out of it. We're heading into our later 20s, so we're thinking a bit more ahead. And to be honest with you, like, the sound we're making, we call it high street sound. So that's the sound we're on, to be fair. And that's how we're moving from now on, like... That's the way we're moving like, straight forward. Like, there's no, there's nothing else to it. Like, mm. I don't know how else to explain it. We're grow when you grow up out of certain things that you were doing before. Yeah, when you get older, you're involved. It's about involvement. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how many people in the crew? It's four of us. So you've got myself. You got Paul Stefan. Big up PS. You got Blessed, and you got Tay Made. That's the four. Then Big up those guys. Our directors. You got producers like Dusty Goods. Got directors like Jay Goods, and. Um, we also use um, another group called Calais Corral. So those are the people that we use in terms of like for our production, whether it's um, producing or videos. That's Those are the people, that's the team together. Nice little network. Sorry? Nice little network. What? Nice yeah, yeah, little of course, network. man. We have to create a little circle. Like, I've realised that in, in this industry, like, if you don't have your own little circle, it's difficult. Mm. It's very difficult. So it's good to catch up people early. Peter saying, mm, like he knows. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? How long have you been rapping for, bruv? Well, in my life? Yeah. I'll say like what since like what <sighs> I wrote my first bars like year six. Do you remember? Bro. Nah. <laughs> nah, man. You I know there was a period don't... I tried to rap too. Oh. <laughs> I, I said I think I was in like year five, year four, and I tried. And yeah. Do you remember your first bar? Hell no. Okay. I like did that Actually, no. What am I talking about? It wasn't year four, year five. I think it was like year eight, year nine. I think I tried. No, I tried penning I, something and it was awful. By year nine, I was spinning man in school. Oh, yeah, I was spinning olders in school. Oh, yeah, sick. By year nine. I remember like, so spitting, you were like battling and stuff. Spitting that got me like, stopped me from getting bullied. Mm. Like that was the honest truth. Spitting stopped me from getting bullied. I used to see, they will catch us, they will line us up, they will just line us up. They'll punch everybody up, boom, boom, boom. They'll save me. Like, no, no, he spits. Mm. Spray that bar, I'll punch you up. <laughs> and he's like, oh, what bar is it? That bar that you said about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know what, what bar did I have. That's a calm way to stop bullying. Four, four bar reload. Mm. So, oh, you stupid. You'll get bullets in your heart like Cupid. They used to go gassed. Ah, because mm. Cupid, yeah. <laughs> that used to get me saved yeah. in school. Like, yo, spray that bar about Cupid or I'll punch you up. Ah, shit. Spray it. Getting saved, my boys would be leaving with dead arm. I'd be nice, mm. <laughs> or there'll be like a cipher out after school where men are arguing about who's the best MC in their school, and then they'll say, Go get the best in your year, and they'll get me and other two guys. My boy Martin, and who else used to bat some? My boy, my boy Rimsey, we were like top three in our club in our year, so it's like, No, we didn't want to clash each other because no one wanted to lose their own throat, didn't it? But we'll clash anyone else, like. We used to clash the olders, we clash other schools, and then yeah. You've been rapping from quite early. Was there a point where you stopped and then started again, or was it kind of continuous? No, no, I stopped. When I hit college, I stopped. I liked girls and guns. That's, that's, that's always like. 
Do you know what I mean? The distraction. Girls but to be honest, girls it made death for us. good like writing material, man. What do you mean, girls or? Yeah, like all the things I went through, like it made for good writing material because, mm. like, you know, we grew up together, yeah, so it's like we we actually had a good teenage years. Like, yeah, it was crazy. If you was on a sitcom, it would be like, yo, this I would, you would watch it. <laughs> Not even on some dumb shit. Like we used to actually have. Like, <laughs> I can believe that my parents would fly out all the disrespect. Yo, you allow it, man. Don't, 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 don't. Don't be too. Don't, 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 don't you know say too like, much. This, this is like ten years ago, like where kids, where we're kids, not yeah. thinking straight, yeah, just yeah. behaving anyhow. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, it made for good writing material, man. Because mm. if not, if I didn't do any of that shit, yeah, I don't think I have anything to talk about. Going to uni, even flopping my first uni, getting kicked out. Then going to another uni, doing the start. I learned about patience and mm. doing things within the right time and realizing how it's not good to waste time. Like, but if it weren't for me me being bored in uni, I wouldn't have like come up with the idea to do SMF. But I think it's quite interesting yeah. that like, even as far as subject matter, there are a lot of things that rappers, especially in the UK, can talk about that you would think wouldn't make good for good um subject matter, but actually would. I think where especially nowadays, there's such a vast range of things to talk about. So I think it's quite interesting that you felt like you needed to go through the things that you did to yeah, be able man. to talk about the things that you have. But if you didn't, I mean, there still could have been other stuff you could have spoken about too. I guess so, but I don't think I would have rapped. Might not be as authentic either. I don't think mm. I would have rapped, if mm. I'm honest with you. Mm. If I wasn't rapping, I don't know what I'll be doing, if I'm honest with you. Because I don't, I never thought of not doing that, yeah. you know? Like even before I met certain people, I've always thought this is what I was going to do. Mm. You know, from secondary school. Like if you if you knew me for secondary school, you're not oh yeah, Quincy likes music. Mm. You know? So that's how it's always been. So how who were like the first like rappers slash like albums or songs that you first like drew to? What as a kid? Nah, first album my mum ever bought me was Missy Missy Elliott, Mr. Mina album. Mm. Okay. Yeah. That's the first album I ever bought. So that was my first like this must have been no no, tell a lie. She bought me a single, which was crisscross. But we're not gonna put. Shout out Chris. Yeah, shout out Chris. Yeah, man. Pioneers. And rest in peace. What's his name? Mac Daddy. He's the one that died. One of them died. Yeah, yeah. But like, please, yeah. For real, man. Because if you have, you just killed off. If not, then we apologize. If not, then we apologize. Mac Daddy, man. I'll Google it. But let's hope so, man. Oh man. But yeah, sorry, go on, man. The dark skin one. That's the one that passed away, bro. Like, yeah, Mac Daddy. Oh, see, shout out, rest in peace, Mac Daddy, man. See, I know my crisscross, bro. You can't question, man. You know what I mean? But yeah, but my first introduction to pop was Missy Elliott, Mister Mina, man. That album there was like, oh, bro, mm. what's this, bro? Like, yeah. <laughs> This rap. <laughs> and she had those wacky yeah, videos. Yeah, she was as well. wacky. She was yeah. like for the kids a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Ooh. My mum liked Missy Elliott heavy. Like, she like, that's her. When my mum had me, she was in her late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, she had me when she was 26. Mm. So, the music she was listening to was of her age. Mm. So, you got to think 26, it's 1991. The music that's coming out mm. is the quality shit. Yeah. You know was, she, was she a hip hop head? She's an early hip hop head. So she likes um, that. She likes diggable planets. Dope. She likes um, is it Arrested Development? Mm. Like she like she likes um, then then she might cross it a bit. She likes like sounds of blackness, but then she likes soul to soul. Mm. Mm. But my mum's a real R and B head. Mm. Like so, Janet Jackson, um, Sade, um, and Vogue, Destiny's Child, SWV. 
Like mm-hmm. you've seen my house, man. Yeah, like yeah, when you come that. out, my mum's got like, <laughs> like if you touch it, it's fuck, it's mad for you, bro. Like <laughs> Whitney Houston, like she's got big vinyls, Michael Jackson vinyl. Where you open it, it's three D, come out like stand up like this, like a castle, like serious stuff, like. So influence wise, you had quite like my a wide range, innit? Yeah, my mum because yeah. my mum liked before. Now she's on gospel, but when she liked secular music, it was lit in the house, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel you, man. It was lit in the house, man. That, that, that devilish music, man. Because we used to go to New York, innit? And when we used to go to New York, she would buy the like the censored version, innit? So we'll still listen to it, but I just won't get the full call. But my dad will go to Nigeria, then he'll get the bootleg album. Mm. The first time I really got turned on by hip-hop, like, yo, this is mad. Because when my dad went to Nigeria, yeah, and he came back with this album, with this guy on it, and he's hench, and it's got a bullet hole in the middle. And he's standing there and he says, get rich or die trying. I'm like, what's this? Who's this guy? Mm. Like, what is this? This is like, I didn't really, I looked at it in the club like, mm, I'm a Jarul guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Jarul was really the yeah, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. well. <laughs> but when I heard this album, I was like, no, fuck Jar, man. Who's yeah. that? Man? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This guy is the realest. <laughs> First thing I'm hearing, like my dad's letting me play this. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> swearing, <laughs> swearing in, fuck you, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because my dad's car was the car where like we were allowed to eat. My mum was very strict. She don't like let. She won't let us eat junk food in the car. Like mm. my dad came back with two albums. Came back with college dropout. And I was like, what happened with this teddy bear, man? Dad, man, why are you always fucking up? Like, <laughs> Dad, why are you always fucking up, man? This album is shit, man. What is it? I put it in. This is cold. Yeah, <laughs> this. Yeah, yeah. I think you were like one of the first people that I heard put Kanye in the top five. I remember yeah, we, yeah. we used to argue about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah me and you used to argue about that a lot because I didn't understand it early. I didn't understand it. So, yeah, I see him with yeah, concert. That. That's why it's different. He when saw, you see someone live, it changes what? you. What is your top five? No, but my top five is weird. I'm not going to lie to you. Cause my top five is not the martyr. It's not your Mount Rushmore. That's fine, but that's your top five. That's your favorite. That's your favorite, right? Yeah. What's your my personal top five? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yo, as always, you don't say that like, social we're good. Like, what's your nah, <laughs> my personal top five. And this is no ranking order, but I will put. Other people say that. Nah, because I can't. Because it changes every this day. Is, this is US, and it's, and it's a group class as one. No. No, no, no. You're gonna do me dirty, man. No, no. Yeah, no, you can't well, do that. I was, I was gonna throw a dipset. <laughs> no, you can't. No, 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 you can't do that. No, do you know what? In my, in my top five groups, dipset, I definitely did. But into my top five rappers, I'm telling you the honest truth, I put Buster Rhymes there. I put. Uh, why? I put, I put Redman there. Huh? Why Buster Rhymes? You're just saying why to each one as well. Oh, because lyrical capability, man. Like flow capability. The guy's a beast. And but Buster Rhymes is the first guy to rap off beat, still on beat. Like that sort of like drunken master flow. Mm. Him and ODB. I don't know, do you know how hard it is to rap he did when he was doing flip mode? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know how hard it is to rap like that? Do you know what I mean? Like that's actually kind of a, that's a talent in itself. Mm. And then to switch it up and do something like, baby, if you give it to me. Mm. It's like, what? This is ain't this the same guy that was in the straight jacket. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Like, really deeper, like then he will go and do so Chris Brown. Now now you're the now you're the master skibby gibby flow guy. Yeah, yeah. You know? So it's like to me, and then you manage to stay so long and consistent in the game without having to be so gangster. You have you made fun of yourself. Like to guys that to this day, guys that rappers like the baby are copying that sort of style of video. That sort of wacky, you know, you don't mind wearing a costume, yeah. like you don't have to look stupid, but Buster Rhymes will do something dumb. Like, you might wear a henchman suit mm. and stand like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? 
breaks your neck. And who's, another rapper I like like that is um I like the rappers that are lyrical. They're street, but they're not. They don't. They hold. They hold. They don't wear on their chest. Yeah, they, they don't wear on their so chest. So I like. I like Method Man because Method Man to me is the only rapper to spin Biggie and Tupac. Um, yeah, me and you always we still argue about that because yeah. I don't agree. Yeah, what yeah, he's spun him on the what man? Don't be stupid. And even Biggie said it himself. Yeah, he spun him on the what. <laughs> he spun him on the what, man. And he spun and he spun Tupac on. I got my mind made up. Yeah, right, I'm not agreeing with what? that. I'm not agreeing with Meth, that. I stay on point. Like I said, cool. no. if he's st- no, Meth he's spinning big, big, he's definitely spinning. Meth didn't spin Biggie. We're not doing that. No, he did, man. No, he didn't, bruv. What? Nah, listen to the what properly. Man. I want to listen to it again. Even after Biggie's a better rapper. You tell me this every time. Biggie said it unsure. Nah, he didn't, man. Biggie's for a rapper to sound unsure. No, he even said it like, yo, man. Yo, Biggie wasn't unsure. We ain't doing that. Bro, and Biggie. Yo, did I do all right? Did I do all right? Yo, I don't think that was Diggy, though. Like, wow. Ah. But Biggie's in, well, in my top five for regardless. Oh. So, we got, we got Meth. We got I've got, so, you, so, you got Method Man, Buster Rhymes. Red Man. Red Man. That's what he thought. No. Biggie's there. Biggie four. Just because I like Biggie. Biggie's in my top five in anything. But why Red Man? Red Man. Because he's another Liverpool monster, man. He is. He's another lyrical monster. Man. I think he's still underrated, if I'm honest. He's very underrated. I agree. I agree. And if you notice, yeah, to be honest with you, the whole style of Eminem, it's a silhouette of Redman. Eminem's a man, though. It's it's a, ludicrous that, as well. It's not a rude thing, what I'm saying. Like, I feel like what he's done is like he's given, he's taken a silhouette of Eminem, of Redman, and then put his own personality on it and ran with it, and it's uh-huh. worked very well. Do you know what I'm saying? But he, I like the way he always gives homage to Redman. Like, Redman is a beast, bro. Bro, if you spin anyone's head, man, when it comes to this rapping thing. And then um, my last one is Fabulous. Mm. Nah, man, because Kanye don't write his stuff, man. That's, that's why I talk about my top five. Why Fabulous? Because he's managed to stay in this game for so long. And he really is a young OG. When you think about it, the guy's pushed, the guy's 40. But you forget he's 40. Like you forget, he's so relevant. He mm. can keep up with the young boys and he's double their age. Mm. But guys, look at him and you. As a rapper, you would aspire to be someone like that. As me as a rapper, I don't want to be the Drake. I want to be someone with a, with a strong fan base that if I say to, if I say I'm going to Memphis, I know I've at least got 8,000 8, to 10,000 people there that are locked in. Do you know what I mean? I don't have to be the number one guy. You know? People like J. Cole have learned that, that method of being successful to the point it's made them the number one guy. Mm. You know what I mean? To do a one pound show. <laughs> Say everyone can buy a ticket for a pound. <laughs> or a dollar, sorry. That means you don't care about the money. You bought a ticket for a pound. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's, right, right, right. Mm. that's your mindset thinking, I don't care about mm-hmm. money. This is mm. about getting my message out. That's a cool, that's a cool, that like, cool method of yeah. thinking that. Like. Yeah, that's how I do it too. You know? If I was a rapper. It's, well, it's, for the, it's music. You know? I'm charging you 100, 200 pounds to see Beyonce. I'm going to be standing up. No disrespect to Beyonce, but you're going to be standing up for the whole show. You're paying 20 pounds. Stand? Yeah. Stand? I've never looked at it from a rapper. <laughs> I've never looked at it from a rapper's perspective that they'd rather have a fabulous career than a Drake career, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, what would you rather have? No, I love Drake's career is one of a kind. Say, yeah, let's not, yeah. No, but I get what you're saying when you say you. Yeah, you don't necessarily want to be the biggest name. And it's not always a palaver when you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I feel no, like. Look at someone like Russ. Yeah, Russ is someone that, okay, he's not 
your top guy when it comes to rapping. This guy sells out stadiums. He's not your top guy when it comes to anything. <laughs> but he sells out stadiums, arenas, because he has a core fan base. It's the, it's the, J. Cole, it's the J. Cole effect. It's the J. Cole effect. Yeah, he's got the J. Cole it's the J. Cole effect. on him. Like, like, you don't know where the fans came from, but they're there and there's loads of them. He's that white boy, right? Yeah. Well, I don't think he's the greatest of rappers. I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? But I, I just know that his fan base is so strong. It's just like, wow. I yeah. still don't know how he became. That's the, that's the kind of situation mm. I would like to mm-hmm. be. And we say the same about J. Yeah. Cole. No, Russ has done it on his own though. And he's like, you know, it's because you don't pay attention to the rappers. If you actually did, then they're in your world now. That's the reason, that's the, that's the, like, the gift and curse of music, isn't it? If you don't pay attention to the artists, you don't think they're relevant, you mm. don't think they're relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't realise that there's a whole millions of people, it's like, it's like K-pop. K-pop is doing better than hip-hop. Yeah, 100%. In terms of its views... That man are doing better than hip hop. Man are getting 400 million off the rip. You didn't get what? 100? You got 10 million? What's that? Yeah, B- <laughs> yeah. What's that? Yeah, like, B- BTS <laughs> are beating that on a day. Yeah. Um, you, like, you got 10 million views. That, that, your shit flopped. Question though. Um, do you have a UK top five? Yeah. What is it? What, of all time? Yeah. Yeah. Your favourite, yeah? Yeah. Um, I would say um, Giggs, Skepta, Dizzy, Mega Man. Okay. Number five, Chip. Mm. That's strong. I feel like you've been in the studio with a couple of them. I've been seeing with Wretch. Oh, I didn't mention Wretch. Is he top five? Uh, I ain't been, I ain't been. I've met Chip at the studio. No, Wretch is Wretch top five. It's a long Well, he's not my top five, but lyrics for lyrics, yeah. Whoa. I would put him in the top five. If you want to respect lyricism and like, yeah, what he does with it. Because to me, like, if I was going to listen between Wretch here or Swiss, I would pick Swiss. No disrespect to Wretch. Swiss from So Solid? Yeah. That's interesting. Do you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's just how I like. My that's interesting. Style of what I like, I like your top five, to though. That's very different. You know? Like, I like Mega Man because I've always, like, yeah. I like gigs because, yeah, I like Dizzy Rascal because, yeah, first album, I don't think nothing, no one's topped that. No one's topped that first album, Boy in the Corner. Facts. In terms of what it was creatively, mm. to what it even what it relates to to this day, 2019. That's when that album came out. I was with PS. His younger brother is 17. I was saying to him, like, oh, what? Did you ask Boy in the Corner? He's like, what, what's that? <laughs> I was like, what the hell did you ask Boy in the Corner? What would you mean? Like, I looked at it. The album's one month older than him. I was like, yeah. That's how many things. Am I that old? Because I remember where I was when I heard that. I remember I was in secondary school. I had a Walkman, jog proof. When the bus, Bro, the Walkman didn't stop. Like. Yeah. I used to have to squeeze the Walkman into and my, my, blazer. my blazer pocket. Yeah, yeah. And my, my pocket was ripping, bruv, because of how big the, the Walkman the, was. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember I brought that album, never gave it back. Yeah. I brought that album out of, out of my friend in secondary school, never gave it back. Then he copied it for me and then I had to give it back. Yeah. I was banging the album. Yeah. The album was tough. Did you ask all, um, Chip because he's my age and uh, what he's done. Well, shout out everyone that ever had a Walkman. Um, you man of the, 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 the true soldiers. Let's move on to the first topic. So I basically want to talk about Crepton Conan, right? Because I feel like Crepton Conan, despite being in the game for, what's it, over a decade now, slaying with albums, mixtapes, all kinds of like memorable songs and stuff. I still feel like they don't necessarily get the, the, the respect they deserve as MCs. I feel like we all recognize them and their hit making ability. I don't necessarily think that we 
all the way recognize them as like I don't maybe not necessarily top tier MCs, but like very good MCs who are just able to make great music. And I obviously want to start off this topic by shouting out Crept, who was obviously in an incident over the weekend at One Extra Live in Birmingham. Um, he's obviously doing all right. For those who don't know, he was um, stabbed a couple of times, but he's fine now. He's all good. So shout out to him and speedy recovery. But yeah, I kind of just wanted to open to the floor and get your guys' thoughts on it, really. Do Crept and Conan get the respect they deserve as MCs? I think they do. You reckon? Yeah. I don't really hear my, I don't really hear many people complimenting them on their bars. I think Crept does. And I'm not like, a massive fan of them, but just from what I hear when people are talking about them, I think they rate Crept a lot, like lyrically, punchlines and that. But you have to rate um, Conan as well. I think they're both, I, mean, I think they do get the respect they do. Like, I think you got to think of it this way. When, when they, the time they came out, the scene hadn't flourished. It hadn't sprouted the way it's sprouted now. But at the time they came out, they swept everything. I think they won the Brits. I think they won the Mobos. They won. They definitely won Mobos. There was some. There was some awards, but there were shoe-ins. There was a point where Creighton was just winning. We had Section Boys doing the madness. Stormzy's doing the madness. Captain Corner's doing the madness. Cadets doing the madness. Young. Is Crepton from? The are they from Croydon? Mm. They were from the seven sides. It was like Croydon. Yeah, Thought and Heath. Like, um, them sides. Okay, yeah. So, like, the, and to be honest with you, when you, even when you look at the scene, majority of it. Even Nadia Rose is from Croydon. Like, it's like, everyone's from Croydon, you know? Uh, Michael Dapper, where's he from? Yeah. Croydon. Like, it's like, they're mm. all from the seven. Like, that's their world. Mm. And if it wasn't for guys like Crepton and Croydon, you probably wouldn't have Stormseas. You probably wouldn't have Michael Dappers. You probably wouldn't have Section Boys. You probably wouldn't have um, the Bonkers or Youngen or, or uh, Cadet. Like, could they inspire them for sure? If not help them behind the scenes with maybe a little little two two moves here, I've got a show here, come with me, meet this guy. Like you never know, because at one point they were the hot boys. And to be fair, they've kept their legacy going. They've got a show where they're giving people out uh, record deals and you know, the a TV show on BBC. Like they've got a they, they shout out to the person who sent me Yeah, rap game UK. They sent me a, an interview about that like an application. I didn't really apply, but shout out them man. <laughs> Because I'm not gonna do a show, but shout out them, like, that's <laughs> them when I sit. But like, uh, like, yeah, they got a restaurant that's doing well. Like the scene supports them. Yeah, yeah. Oh man! Like you can't say they don't get the respect they deserve. People go to the restaurant not because the food's banging, even if the food is banging. They yeah, but that's respect. Like of... away from the music. Yeah, exactly. We're talking about. Are you talking about lyrically? Like I'm talking about lyrically. I'm talking so, about lyrically. I'm thinking. What? I'm thinking. I'm thinking the same way we're naming certain no, people. I Pun? They get bypassed. The reason why I think bypassed. a lot of times as well. No, but even but even in the and they're not even new gen because they've been here for a minute. But even amongst the generation of theirs that they came up with, because you could argue that you know around the time that Chip was bubbling, they were around there too. They released a tsunami mixtape. I think it was like oh nine. I, I don't know. If, no, I, but I, I feel like it was different. They, they I feel like the bubble was a bit different. Tsunami mixtape. They weren't they weren't popping. It was when they dropped off Young King. Tsunami no, but I'm saying they came up. They. I'm not saying they were popping at the same time. I'm saying. I'm not saying they were popping at the same time. I'm saying they were coming up at the same yeah, time. Yeah, tsunami, they were coming up. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I don't feel like they were coming up at the same nah, time. Nah, they were, they were. They definitely UK were. Rap scene, yeah, they were. Were they? They, they were in the, in the South. But at the time, UK rap really lived in North. Yeah. Apart, the only person really holding it up in South was Gigs. Yeah, you might have a, a couple of dons in Brixton as well. DVS was trying to do a thing as well, I remember, if I remember clearly. But 
The North is where it really was like you had big Young's Teff was doing the fingers on South. Young Teff was. There was a few in South. There were a few in South, but I would say the North. I'm not even sure if Crept and Connor were doing. With all guys like Squeaks, all guys like Benny Banks, all these Joe Black, Joe Black, K Coke. But they all North? Yeah, Northwest, North London. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that whole North region. Like, that was where rap was being dominated. Like, you know, like, I'm a lion though. Squeaks, all these dons, like, that's where. But didn't they start off, but didn't they start off as Grime MCs? No, no. Cryptocurrency? Cryptocurrency were in between the two. Yeah, They've always been fast paced rappers anyway. Like, but I, I think they shouldn't be bypassed though. Maybe, maybe. I just feel like they do, I man. Like they I don't. Are. I genuinely feel like they are. How many times have we had Cryptocurrency's name come up in a conversation when we talk? Is, is it, why, is it because is of their I mean. commercial success though? Because when you become successful commercially, sometimes it might. Hindi. Not even that. I think to maybe like the real heads you might appear a bit watered down. So therefore you're not, you may not get the respect as being like a borrower if you've got tunes with like Jeremiah and- I think that's 100% what it is. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I think, think that's 100% like, not what that is. I feel like, cause the way, the way they attacked the scene here, when they first came out with Tsunami and Young Kings, they were very aggressive, you know? They were really, the street tag, tag team that you can't fuck with lyrically, you've got wordplay metaphors to kill you off. Like, but the, I feel like, when they was creating the first album, a lot of people were expecting the energy from Young Kings, but on a greater scale. How would you describe Young Kings for those that haven't heard it? Oh, Young Kings is impressive, man. It's very impressive. It's, it's was hard. it like heavily like bar? Yeah, it's hard heavy. Okay, yeah, fine. it's hard hitting. The only thing that was more hard hitting probably probably Tsunami. Like at the time, metaphors and wordplay wasn't really done in- Which one came first? Which project came, came first? first? Okay, fine. So when I first heard Tsunami, there's a track called Tsunami on there and it's Conan just going mad and I thought who's this guy mm. and that's what made me like who is this guy because <laughs> them times 09 metaphors was a new thing you know like I don't know what you can say like duh, 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 duh. Duh, duh, yeah, 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 yeah bullets skin off your head chemo yeah 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 they were the kings they would make they would bring two words together like oh I didn't realise it makes sense like you know like me even doing maths so that's but I feel like the album, it wasn't as hard hitting as the previous project. Okay, so now we're getting into it. Then. So do you think over the course of time, not necessarily diluting the content, sick, but, but they've like, gone, they've gone kind of more left as yeah, far as accessible. Yeah, the album is not is a lot more softer than what you expect from them. Yeah, especially when they've come when they're doing things like my story and they're telling you. And I also feel like they gave away a lot of themselves before the album. Right. Like, I feel like the My Story song could have easily been saved and put on the album because that's such an epic song where they're talking about he being been chased to his house. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, but I feel like they gave off so much of themselves before the album. They did so much. Like, when the album come out, it was like, yeah, the, the album did its thing, but it was more like, it was like, yeah. Because it's like, I feel like they were oversaturized too early. And by that point, I feel like they had, like, pop hits and they were charting yeah. and stuff as well. I so. think Freak of the Week was the first thing that hit them a bit low because it was like, yeah, it's a chart hitting song and it did well, but it wasn't what they what we're normally used to hearing mm. from them. With songs like Don't Waste My Time. Street they were making they were making street but music. That album, no Way Home. Hey, that's the album. That was the that's debut the album. album. I, don't that I, don't, I don't think it was as bad. No, no, I'm not saying it's yeah, bad. But were you a Krepton Conan fan before that album? Yeah. I'm not saying so, it's bad. So, 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 so how did you feel? So you heard the mixtapes beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how did you feel it the transition? Down. It was all done, don't get me wrong. Okay. Wrong. 
watered down. It was really watered down. That's not them. Like, is that their fault? Is that a case where they're just like? It no. might be a label thing. It's yeah. feature heavy. Like it's got Ed Sheeran on the album. YG. No, I think I think as much as it, but as much as it, it might be a yeah. label thing, it's also like an artist thing. Maybe they wanted to develop out of the just bar and bar and bar into more commercial stuff. But the thing is, yeah, you gotta think of it. When you look at, I feel the same way I feel with their album. It's the same way I feel with Stormzy's first album. Like Gang Signs and Prayers is a good album, but it's not what I was expecting to hear from it. Same. Even though it's good musically, sonically is actually good. It's just like, it's not a good kid mad city. Or it's not a... It's boy in the corner. It's not a boy in the corner. It's not a... But don't, yeah, but bro, like that's crazy heights though. We're not no, gonna... It's not he was on them heights. He was, he was projected to get to those heights. Stormzy or Crept and Conan? Stormzy. Okay, fine. No, but he, still, he doesn't need to hit. Like for example, Dave. Dave hit with his album. Yeah. Mm. It's just when you're projected to get and can you... It doesn't always need to be a boy in the corner. It's just... When you're on a trajectory, mm. I just need something that matches your trajectory. So yeah. with Crept and Kona, were they on this trajectory and they kind of fell flat? Now, with, yeah, I agree with you guys there. Chasing so. hits. Because with Young it's like, Kings... It's like they were going up, 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 up. Because with Young... I think, they switched straight. Yeah. Because Young Kings was like... Young Kings was like the first right. mixtape to like chart in the yeah, UK for top 40. So, so they're already making history. Exactly. And then it kind of slowly migrated to the poppy stuff, the Don't Waste My Time, the no, Freak of the Week, all that stuff. remember is that the fact that they were charting with this with the music but it was the content of music they were charting with like it wasn't like oh it was just a rap it was like yo this is street rap this is like South London street rap yo this niggas is charting raw like it was, they didn't have to do a, a garage dance record <laughs> they had to do none of that like they had to they just did a street and the things charting wow so that, what they thought was that like, carry that same energy with your album mm. you know that's what the what I know a lot of my friends were saying around mm. like, oh, I hope their album's like Young King. It's mm. gonna be better than Young mm. King. That was the 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 state the standard that they they set for themselves. So when if when the standard of that is a bit lower, like it's not like it's bad. It's almost like, oh man, but I thought, and you're going to the next song, it's like, oh, I'm waiting for the oh, okay, this song's alright. Yeah. So when you so yeah. when but you do, lot so you lot are referring to like, you know, them watering down their stuff, is that lyrically as well or is that just musically? Sonically. Lyrically, they're still up to par. Yeah. Um, I know um, that man are dropping an album soon, so what, are you lot looking forward to it? Is that yeah, 100%. 100%. I'm, excited um, I'm excited for their music, man. They're good. I still haven't gone through Seven Days, Seven Nights. No, I enjoyed that still. Not going to lie. It was good. Seven That's Days is dope. How many, songs, how many songs the album? Uh, ooh, maybe 11, 12 each. Something yeah, like that. Seven, seven Nights is good if you're on, if you're on holiday with a girl. Man. Yeah, I, I heard, heard, there's, yeah, I heard I, there's one that's made for the Mandem and one that's made for... Yeah, when yeah. I heard Seven Nights in Portugal, I was like, okay. So which one's the, the yeah. one that's made for the Mandem? <laughs> seven Days. That's the one that's got Ask Flips on it, innit? Yeah, yeah, that's Seven Days. Cool, I've listened to a bit of that, but like, I'm not sitting through 22 songs, man. It's not 22 songs. It's 12 on each, he said. I want to pull up something like... Um, it was seven songs on each. Bruv, it was... Are you sure? Nah, it seemed like the track list was a lot longer than that. I swear it's seven songs on each. I don't think it's seven. I think it's more than that. I think it's nine or ten. Maybe. Anyway, yeah, but what I'm saying is... I wasn't going to sit through all of it. I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed seven... When I, heard seven when I heard Seven Nights and I was in Portugal and it's like, you different vibe. I was with my girl. It's like, all right, cool. This is what it's for. I get it now. This is good. I like it. Seven days, we were in London, or you're feeling angry, or if you're in the gym, or whatever, like you're doing, you know, you're on the train, just trying to get to work. Seven days will work, like trying to wake you up. Seven nights, it's good for. You can't listen to seven nights with the man then. I hear what you're saying, I hear what you're saying. I'm looking forward to the album, that being said. I'm not, How do you guys feel about them hopping on different genres of music as far as their respectability as MCs go? The only reason why I ask is because last year, 
Giggs basically called them out for being frauds <laughs> and being goal hanging niggas because they hopped. <laughs> That's on an a amazing bar, by the way. And they because they hopped on a, they hopped on Dig That's Air Force remix, which is a drill song, and it charted, and then they were celebrating. Right. Does that dent their reputation in a sense, and could that be a reason why they don't necessarily get the respect they deserve because maybe they're just too busy like trying to change up styles too much and not be consistent no, and stuff I, I commend them for that they, man they should uh, be able to do yeah, you should be able to like switch it up and experiment and do different sounds there's, there's nothing wrong with it Kanye's it done it a bunch Why of times they have to stick with one sound as long, long as it fits you know how we are Giggs, Giggs, you know how music fans and, are and I feel like Giggs is a bit of a hypocrite for saying that because if we're being real he's switched it up a couple of times if we look at what he was doing when he first came up to what he's doing now it's completely different yeah, so he can't Giggs say that but is that changed up or is that growth Listen, yeah, but what's to say that um, what Crept and Conan are doing? Because his too? issue with Crept and Conan is jumping on a wave. No, but yeah, but what waves have they jumped on? That wave, that dig that. But you got to think, dig that is that's signed, one song. Dig that that's signed to Bouncer. Bouncer is a Play Dirty affiliate. He he's part of Play Dirty, which mm. is Dead Man's label. They have the right to celebrate that song. I feel you. I feel you. Know but in all fairness, like it looks a bit like Go Hanging, but if why you, does it look like if Go you're Hanging? Because they've done a lot of remixes. Like names, name some. Like, cause I'm, I'm really not privy. Okay, what the song they got the um, so Ice Spy remix. They had a song with Abracadabra. I think. Abra- Abracadabra remix. And what, what does Robert. he do? Is he like, does Abracadabra do like drill or what? So like, it's like almost like because you got to think that the it was a drill the song. Notoriety behind their name, it was like a hot young artist. They'll be like, all right, cool, we want to jump. Let's remix your tune, put a verse on it. But I don't think it's that bad what they're doing because it's like they could easily just take the beat, spin it themselves. And everyone be like, oh, I'm playing every other Nah, because when they jump on it, it's already a recognized track. So I think his gig's issue was you're jumping on everything that's recognized. And then ah. you're just, it's relevant for you to stay hot. Is it already hit when they jump on it? Yeah, yeah. When they jump on it, it's already it's hot. Remix, it'd be like a remix of Warwick. Uh, uh, right, it's like yeah. what Drake does. Like, you okay. know how Drake sometimes drop, jumps on, like when he jumped on Dave's One and No. One and No was already a big song. Cool, he made it bigger. When he jumped on no, 31. With Drake, it's a bit different, though, isn't it? similar to what I think they're looking at. In that case, fine. Then I might understand a bit of what Giggs is saying. And if it's already a hit, I get it. It is a little bit of girl hanging. It's kind of like an underground hit that then becomes more of a major hit because Captain Conan have hopped on it, essentially. Mm. So in that respect, I can kind of see what Giggs is saying because you are just and they're not the only artists that do it, of course, but in the subject of them and why they might not get so much respect, for someone like Giggs to say that about them, it might hurt them a little bit, depending mm. on who you're asking. Mm-hmm. So it had to hurt them a little bit, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously they felt compelled to defend themselves um, with the whole story about Bouncer and the affiliation with Dig That because, you know, they are close. Mm. But I guess the accusation doesn't necessarily look good Mm. because then you're looking at, as a fan, you might be looking at Krypton Conan sideways and thinking about all the moves they made to get to to a position, basically. Gigs. Yeah. Just like the vet. The it will hurt. The landlord. The landlord of this stuff, like saying that it's almost like... And he's wow. not someone that bothers himself with people as well. Mm-hmm. Giggs is very much like... Yeah. He doesn't bother himself with anyone. So like when he speaks, it means something. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. When has Giggs ever really come out of the side of his mouth and said something about someone? Mm-hmm. So if he have to come out and call someone a goal hanger, he <laughs> called you Eduardo. <laughs> Ian Wright, some might say. Stop nah, it. Ian Wright's not a goal hanger. Ruben Nisteroy. Adebayor, some might say. Okay. Ruben Ruben Nisteroy. Is this a Man fan? Well, come on, I'm not ever disrespecting you. Like Arsenal, oh, come on, come on. Come Why are you saying that? Yo, Ian Ray was a bit of a goal hanger. There's nah, man, no, you can't Ian, say that. Ian nah, Ray was a little bit of a goal hanger. From. It was a fox in a box. Nah, man. So was Van Nistelrooy. Van Nistelrooy is a king of goal hangers. He ran that shit. Yeah, man, I don't know, man. I just feel like... Yeah, we all recognise I feel like that's that affected them, by the way. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, but we can all... I mean, we obviously all agree that they're good spitters and, like, 
Yeah. Maybe not maybe not top tier, but they're definitely talking amongst like the people who are like 30 and under or 31 and under as far as age goes, they're definitely up there. They're top tier. Top 30 tier. and under? Yeah. Um what in what Katakana? Yeah, so of eight. course they're top, they're top tier. tier, man. They're top tier. They're top tier. They're top tier. Then your top ten. If you don't mention cryptocurrency in your top ten, and you from the UK, you're mad. But top five is a bit tight. It's a very, it's very tight. Yeah, I don't necessarily think that any one of them are gonna get anybody's top five. Mainly because I don't know. Maybe the fact that they are together as a duo, maybe that hinders them as well. Because obviously, obviously, you you'll probably say outcast, but at the same time, like they're not necessarily outcast, and Krypton Conan are. While individuals, you very much associate them with each they other. They can't be separate. Whereas with Outcast, you can clearly see they're separate because mm. they're separate styles. Yeah. And obviously, Crypticon have separate styles too, but it's a little bit more intense. I wouldn't compare them to Outcast. Though. No, but I get it. I mean, no, no, not compare them. I, I get I'm what you're saying. saying they, no. they're, they're very much intertwined. Like, you can't see them. I'll compare them to UGK. No, but like you can, you can, like Bumby's been without Pimpsey probably longer than he's been with Pimpsey. So you no. can, bro, do you know how long Pimpsey's been dead? Pimpsey died, what, 06? How many years are we talking? Pimpsey died, 06, man, man. UGK come out like 91, bro. Yeah, but, bro, I think Bumby's probably done more solo stuff than he done with UGK. That's a fact. So, so there's not, I don't think it's a fair argument. What, that he's been with him, they don't he's been without Yeah, so based, the point I'm trying to make, just like leading off what Yemi said, like you can imagine, like Krepton Kona, they're inseparable. You can't imagine them apart. Whereas UGK, you can because Bambi's been without Pimp C for so long. Outcast, well, died, Big like, Boy and Andre take, have been apart. Yeah, take Outcast out of the equation and you can put in any other duo where both members have distinct styles. Whereas Krepton Conan don't necessarily have distinct styles. Like you will be able to, if you're ahead, you'll be able to distinguish between Krepton Conan. If you're listening to them for the first time or you're listening to a few oh, songs, yeah, yeah. you, you might not necessarily know. Yeah, yeah. But I saw a girl in IB for that thought corner was crept, bruv. See? I swear to God, this was in case. Was she white? Come on now, let's not get to specifics. She was she was she was she, she, she was she was Caucasian, 100 percent Shout out to Becky though, <laughs> And her name is Becky, my thing. I actually don't know. But, uh, well, giveaway. But um, yeah, man, it's a lot of things, man. It's a lot of things. I just think it's interesting that like in amongst like Though they've done so many things for the scene, not only underground, but also like on a mainstream sense, they've set records, they've charted and all that stuff. I don't know, man. I guess like as barers, I'd like to see them get a little bit more flowers because they do deserve it, man. They bar. Yeah, Crept especially. Like, yeah, shout out to, yeah, shout out to Conan oh, as well. Crept gets busy, but shout out to Crept. Conan as well. Like, no, Conan gets busy. No, 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 no. no, no. See, I, no, no, no. I said Conan gets busy. We just said. But I'm just saying out of the two. Shout out to Conan too. Out of the what, two. What? Out of the two. I'll pick Conan, bro. No, you won't. No, you won't. What? No, you won't. I'll oh, pick I think Crept has crept. more flair. Nah, no, I'm not even saying that. Like, have you listened to Last Night in LA? Yeah. Yeah. You to Last Night in Lagos. It's not better than Last Night in LA, bro. I like energy. Where, where you I'm not, that? listen, I'm not even a fan like that of either of them. Bro, last crept, Night in yo, Lagos, yo, though? Yo, Crept gets busy. But Sean does Conan. I'm not saying Conan. Is that even what the song's called? That's what it's called Last Night. Conan has to get busy for them to work. So, do you know what I mean? It wouldn't work if Conan didn't get busy. Have you you heard that? I know you've heard Last Night in LA. Yeah, no, of course. So you don't think after that, Conan can bar. No, we can bar. I've never denied that. But Crept has more like oomph to him. He has more pizzazz. He has more of a star factor, I feel. Nah, I agree with that. I agree with that. What's that? I agree with that. Together, they're equally as great. That's one thing. They're not equally together. Crept is the lyric man. Don't get twisted. Conan is the lyric man, but Conan can sing as well. Conan can play piano as well. No, Conan's probably a more well-rounded. Conan's probably a more better well-rounded artist, but 
he might not he doesn't necessarily have the same like oomph as crept. Maybe because of the bars, maybe because See, of the line. Yeah. Do you know what Q's problem is? Q leans to the person that isn't the most obvious. Crept is clearly better than Conan. What? Yo, you can tell by the top five. It's not clear. It's clear, bro. That's not clear, bro. It's clear, bro. Are you a man all right? Yo, yo, no, are you all right? Bro, what do you mean you man? Don't look at me, fam. Look at PR. Yo, PR. This one you got your disrespectful rap. Um, it's clear, bro. Yo, P, you know when you're going to listen back to the episode, yeah? You're going to hear how mad you said clear. You're actually it's clear. Okay, so give me another example of that. Like I said, I'm not a massive fan, but from no, what I've heard... What's the gap? Um, the, the gap? Two rappers, just say two rappers. I, mean, I, was gonna, I was gonna use footballers. It's yeah, clear. two footballers, two footballers. Oh, um, What's the gap? We're talking like Suarez at Liverpool <laughs> and like, I was gonna say Franny Jeffers at Arsenal, but that's wild. Come on, man. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that, but, and then like, maybe like, Michael Owen at Newcastle. No, what between that. the two of them? Yeah, you're mad. Michael Owen was doing bits before he got injured. You've gone crazy because I will say First the difference is. I will say the difference is that Dwight like, Cole and Andy, Andy was that Dwight York and Andy Cole, bro. Them two are. Ah, uh, yeah, that might be a little bit closer. Are to you mad crazy? You don't even know who, you, who. On a good day, Krep might take him. On a good day, Conan might take him. Nah, 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 Andy Cole's better than Dwight York. Andy Cole's better. Dwight York didn't look after his kid. No, but Yo, you have a mad man. Fam, when you have a kid like Harvey, you gotta take care of him, fam. <laughs> is that like is that is that Aubameyang and Lacazette, fam? Yo, we're, keep, we're keeping that in. No, we're keeping that one. We're keeping that one in. No, is that is that Aubameyang and Lacazette? That's the two. Them yeah, two yeah. are like that. But uh, yeah, but Lacazette's a better what? player. Aubameyang's a better striker. Mm. It's just over the question. I yeah. agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So maybe so Lacazette nah, is Conan and Aubameyang is crap. Yeah, like Conan's got the better overall package in terms of singing, producing, whatever. Conan's crept is the better rapper. Everyone yeah. wins. Alright, cool. I'm with it. And they balance each other out. I'm cool. Yeah. You do, you I do wouldn't say that, that he's the better, better rapper. Both. I really think yeah. they complement each other. I don't think anyone's better than anyone. Right, fair enough. Because there's times where I've heard that like, Conan's voice, like, ah, oh, yeah, you took him on that one. And it sounds like him. Yeah, of course. They're it's a perfect funny. balance. I so agree. Like, they're perfect. They're, they're and perfect. I'm sure they enjoyed that. Oh, I'm sure times. they enjoyed these, these kind of debates. It's like, I would never say that one's better than the other. I'm going to listen to more. There have been times when Big Boy absolutely bodied three stacks. I've never yeah, heard that. Yeah, no, no, I'm absolutely body. I've never heard yes. that. Yes. What, what, what kind of monstrosity? No, I told you that there's times where Pimp C has body bun B. Nah, see. What? Yo, that's your biasness. What? Nah, 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 listen, nah, nah, listen, nah, listen nah, nah. Listen to ATL. Even Bun B will tell you that there, no, no, there's times that, where Pimp C has spun Bun B, bro. All I was going to say was listen to AT Aliens again and you'll see what I mean. Two Dope Boys in a Cadillac. I feel like he bodied that. Nah, man. Over three Two Dope Boys in a Cadillac. What? Do you know what Free Sex was on? I know what he was on. You can't say, I don't think he's- Still punk ass nigga walked up to me. <laughs> nah, come on, man. We start a verse suck like that? He said suck at MC. Whatever, man. Yo, can I just say, yeah? Um, we're not gonna agree here. I think three people I agree. He's clearly not. But Krep's a better rapper. Shout out to Connor though, Connor's solid. Yeah, of course. Mm. He's more well-rounded. The he difference gives... in the rapping is the difference in height. No. I don't know why I said that. Because rock much too. That's, 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 that's yeah. rude. That's nah, nah, nah. That's rude. That's rude. That's rude. That's rude. No, shout out to both of them, though, man. They're both dope. Yeah, of course, of course, They're of course. Solid. And again, like, like this, rap, you have to put it like, like, like Stormzy and 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 Annie Joshua, fam. They're both very tall, bro. No, you done it amazing, like Zayn and Bamian. Legit, you done it amazing. You summarized it amazing. Like, yeah, that's what I like. They like hip hop, like Zayn and Bamian. Well, again, we mean this from respect because obviously oh, we course, all respect man. them, and all we want is for them to get more flowers, basically. That's literally what this was for. That's what they want. They do need more respect. I know what you're saying. They need to be more like on the Mount Rushmore of this UK thing. Like, and praise oh, up for Krep as well. You know? For a certain generation anyway. But sometimes in this in this scene, God forbid, no, no one wants them to die or anything. But it's like, it's like, it's like you have to die for that to happen. 
Or was, make a classic album. I used, to, I used to feel like that about Nipsey. Like, when are they going to rate this guy? Like, when are they going to rate him? And then he died. Mm. I said, I mentioned him on the podcast. The first ever episode, we was all talking about him. I, I used to be like, like when are they going to rate Nipsey? When are they going to start rating Nipsey? When? Then he passed away. Now, like, Cadet got his flowers when he passed. When he passed. Cadet got, definitely got his flowers when he passed. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Sweetest flowers. Do you know what? He was just about, he was smelling them, but he didn't have them in his hand. Because he, he was charting, he was enjoying. Yo, Cadet was starting to get it. Yeah, like he was starting. Cadet, he was starting, was to, starting to brew, man. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next topic. So, Peter had a great idea for a topic. I got uh, a lot of those, innit? Uh, sure. So, what's the topic? Sure. So, <laughs> the topic is rappers influence rappers. Obviously, rappers copy rappers. There is an idea of homage when someone is influenced by a rapper and they're necessarily, you know, re- reciting their lyrics. And there could be a case where people just think that you're strictly biting off a certain rapper. So the question that Peter posed to us was, how do you make that differentiation? How do you differentiate between being influenced by someone and copying them? And where does homage play into that role, essentially? I genuinely... When I heard this question, I was bad. I guess we need some examples. It's tough, isn't it? Because I can name people that have been influenced. So uh, the one that I really, the one that first really pops out to me is probably like, let's say, uh, Rakim influencing Nas. Because when Nas came out, everyone said he was the new Rakim. Mm, and nice. you could hear that in his delivery, in his, in his flow, in his style. No one ever really thought that he was copying Rakim. Mm. Whereas when I hear someone like a Jay-Z. But sorry, on that Nas point though, um, Nas tells a story where Russell Simmons wouldn't sign him because he said that he sounded too much like Cool G rap. So I think it depends on your ear and what, and, and your position in music as well. Mm. You might hear mm-hmm. certain things. For some reason, maybe the way in which like Nas was rapping, it might have been like the lyricism. Sim- Russell Simmons was obviously like linking him to Cool G rap. But to us, we don't, I didn't hear that. I don't know if you man heard it. Did not hear that. So I think it kind of de- depends as well. It's, it's a hard one to tackle. This is a hard subject to tackle. Even when I thought about it, I don't think I really thought it through, um, honestly. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's, a, it's a difficult one to, to tackle, bro. I'll lie to you, bro. Oh, shit. Yeah, man, it's hard. It, I agree. I do think that it depends on your ear because someone might not necessarily sound like someone to you when it could sound like someone else to someone else, mm. if you see what I mean. So... When it comes to influence, like you can name people that have influenced you, but you can also, especially nowadays, like someone like a Jid, who sounds a lot like Kendrick, mm. or someone like an Aramay, shout Aramay, sounds like J. Cole. Like, I feel like nowadays there's a lot more likelihood that someone is going to sound like someone else because maybe it's their cadence, it's their, their vocal delivery, just as, and they're like, their actual speaking voice that just makes it that way, unfortunately. Mm. Um, and there are going to be others that are straight copying. I think um, we got, yeah, we got to separate it. Like there are so many different ways in which this, this topic can be broken down because you might have an artist that is um, intentionally um, doing something to pay homage to someone. Now to someone else, it might be, nah, you're just copying this man. But, to him, he's paying homage, he's saluting someone that influenced him, someone that he looked up to. So you can break it down that way where you might just do something um, to just to, you know, give a salute. Like Jay, he, on Black Album, you had a couple of bars where he was saluting Biggie, he was saying Biggie's bars. And to him, it was a salute. But to other people, 
They use that in the argument it of YG. Great way. It wasn't just the black album, though. Okay, it? okay, but the point I'm making is <laughs> a couple, man. Yeah, but the point <laughs> you man are dumb. But the point the me. point I'm making is he he says that whenever he says a big ver big verse, he's he's big enough. He's boy in it. Yeah, so that's homage. So there's there's different ways you can look at it. You can even look at it that way, or you can look at it as oh, nah, you're just copying him, bro. You're just you just you lack originality and you're just biting. So this can be broken down in so many different ways. I think there's levels to it. I think maybe the first couple times you do it, it's homage. After a while, it's like, okay, how much more homage do you want to pay this guy? After the 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, 30th, 40th. Well, you know there are multiple ways to copy someone though. Say what? There are multiple ways to copy someone. So in that instance, what if Jay was actually just bigging him up? Just to keep him in our mind. But after a while, it's enough enough. Why though? God forbid Q passes away and I decide to start rapping. And I know Q's like bars. You don't think I'm gonna like s- sprinkle a little bit of Q's bars in mine just t- so that I'm carrying him with me and so that you man don't forget him too? Because you man won't say, yo, I'm, I'm copying the him case or biting of, him. In the case of Jay-Z and Biggie, Biggie does not need Jay-Z to help us remember him, if you see what I mean. Mm. Like, we're, gonna remember, we're gonna remember Biggie regardless. So when Jay-Z comes around and recites his lyrics, of course, at the start of it, it's homage, cool, whatever. But it doesn't necessarily read too well or look that good perception-wise when he keeps doing it. I think it looks fine because like, that's that's a small thing. Jay's been consistent before and after it's, that. It's, it's not like I say that Jay-Z's not a mastermind with the pen. Yeah, like, you can't take it away from me. Like, songs like Forgot About Dre and songs like um, Still DRE, like Jay-Z wrote, them for, Jay-Z wrote the lyrics for Dre. So it's like, lyrics for lyrics, Jay-Z's one of the best lyricists. But a lot of ideas were snatched from Biggie. I disagree with that. Well, Black Album. Biggie wants to do Black Album back. We don't know that. He said it, man. When did he say it? He told me. Were you there? He told you? He told me. Oh, what's up, yeah? What's up? In 98. From FaceTime. <laughs> so mad at the Dunya, isn't it? FaceTime. <laughs> but then there's people that I've seen get inspired and then switch. Like, for example, can you get inspired from a sock? Like, let me give you an example. Like, Young M.A. Mm. She straight up bit Bobby Schmurder's blueprint for her song, in my opinion. That's a fact. It's not an opinion, that's a fact. That's my point, but then she never done it again. So was it a bite or was it just a... I don't think that was homage. I think that was... That was not homage at all. That was straight copy. All right, cool, but then she's never done it again. Because she would have big... Because she would have at least mentioned... I feel you, because to me, she bit it as well, but I'm just saying, after that, she never done it again. So... Yeah, when she got her... carry that stigma with you. That's a perfect instance or of is just it, copying though. Yeah, but is it a thing where once you copy someone, that stigma's always going to follow you or can you, is it something that... In this day and age, you can get away with copying and you'll be she got right. away with it smoothly. Yeah, she just kept making, I suppose, good music. Yeah, because she can rap. And it, and it was a banger. No one cares when it's a banger. No, copying is like That's this. it. Copying is someone like Gorilla Black for Biggie or someone like Lil Zane for Tupac. I think those two cases are where like influence goes too far and and, that's and, just, that's and what yeah, you look up to yeah, goes yeah, too like far. It becomes so embedded in you. And I think that's what J.I.D.'s problem is too. I think he's so, Kendrick yeah, he is so embedded like in him that he sounds like him. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? But they don't so it can, go, it can go too but far that's too. That's how I feel with, um, what's this guy's name? Action Bronson. Now fuck him. That's how I feel with Action Bronson. But you know what with Action Bronson? His voice is like that. That's yeah, my only but thing. he sounds way too much like Ghostface. Remember when you first played me Action Bronson? I remember. Oh, is that the new Ghostface? Yeah. <laughs> my uncle said the same thing. Like, is that the new Ghostface? What's the, I ain't heard this Ghostface before. What's Ghostface spitting on this? He's changing. He's like, is that Action Bronson? Oh, who's this? It's almost like, the, the, that, okay, fair enough. I understand that, that you might have similar, similar like cadences in your voice, but you already know who you sound like. Mm. So why don't you try your best to sound like something else that's more you? What if you can't help it? 
And I've said in a previous episode, I feel like Action Bronson speaks like a New Yorker. And I feel like that's a common kind of cadence and tone to your voice that New Yorkers have. I don't necessarily think that's down to him copying Ghostface. It's what is Action Bronson from he's from New York, isn't he? He's but from, with that action with that um Action Bronson thing though, it was more so how he was rapping as well. Yeah. You know, Ghostface is very off off kiltered, very random. That drag stream of consciousness. Yeah, back stream in of consciousness. Like, like, very random. And Action mm. Bronson was doing exactly that, mixed yeah. in with the, the productions that he was picking too. That's why people were like, yo, no, you're you're straight copying Ghostface right now. You know, you sound like Ghostface right now. Like, you know, it's almost like who else who else raps? Your old Drew did it for Nas as well. It's almost like yeah. how I felt about almost at one point with um when Ja Rule was being aggressive. Sounded like DMX. Mm. Like, yeah, true. Yeah, you know, who else is like that? Um, I thought like Jay Z did it with Young Chris. Mm. That whole, yeah. <laughs> you that whisper flow, innit? <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And like, you say some cold shit, but it's like, I don't know. Like, yeah. you got a cold, like, <laughs> yeah. 20 million on the dash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, that was that like, that whole... was around like Blueprint two times. You know? And he had like the Beanie Seagulls and that really, the, all them Philly rappers around him. But that might have been influenced though. Yeah, but that's the style you've taken. Because that's like, when you're surrounded by people that like, still sharp and still no, as well, isn't it? but that's a style you don't change up your whole style. Mm. To change he up your was whole a rapper style? like that before. He, before that he was, do you believe? Hold with the God. <laughs> like he was getting in, though. Mm-hmm. Know? But then he did that whole. That was good, Jay. Then he did that whole. That laid back yeah. whisper flow. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember when he did that. Is it you that made me clock yeah, that? I was like, no. oh my days, it's true. So, like, God, do, do you guys feel like nowadays it's more a case of copying than being influenced? Because we've just named a bunch of examples that really could go either way. I think we'll be, we're tagging it with different names. Someone will tell you that they were inspired and they adopted it. And that could counter attack you saying, oh, you copied it. He said, no, I adopted it. Like, this now is- And here's the thing. Once you say that, you <laughs> then can't argue and say, well, no, you copied it. Because yeah. you've, told, you've been told that, no, it was just an influence. Yeah. How are you then going to argue them and say, no, you're actually copying? You like can't I, do that, I, like really. I'll say Biggie's like, influence Rick Ross, but I don't say Rick Ross copies Biggie. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Yeah. That's a prime example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like Biggie, he reps for the same brand or material that... Luxury, you know. Yeah, of what Biggie's trying to rep. Yeah, of course, similar stature has been built. And even with bass in your voice. But I don't think he's, he's still his own man. Yeah. No, but Rick Ross did take the ad lib. Like, oh, he took that from Big But, but He's inspired. I, yeah, but I think <laughs> even, yeah, but even with that, he's I don't feel like... He's made it his own. I, I think homage. it's so obvious. Yeah, I think it's so obvious that it's a blatant salute. Yeah. Yes. So we won't see it as, yo, you're biting Big because we all know where it came from and he acknowledges where it came from too. Yeah. So I think it's it's a hard one, man. There's so a do you need to be like vocal with how you've been you influenced to. or what you've you been influenced? Because then, like, you live your truth and you kind of remove all doubt. Which is, yeah. yeah, you have to. Which is why we said younger me stole. But a lot of rappers won't do that because a lot of rappers want to be themselves. So even if you have been influenced by something, you're not going to say it because you want to be your own person. Yeah, yeah, that, I mean. that, it's kind of like a rappers these days don't say it. That's where they get the game uh, twisted. Though. The young rappers, as far as like vocal delivery and stuff, that's the thing. Though I don't know if it's old age, but. In America, not UK. All these young rappers sound the same to me. But in the UK? No, America. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's old age. Mm-hmm. Like, you know when you get to that age where it's just, a lot of these young guys all now sound similar to me. But you know who, I, I feel like, and it's, they do. it's the cause of four rappers. So is that copying all, each other? You've got to think, these, these rappers are all the sons of four rappers. They're the sons of 50 Cent, because they're all millennial babies. They're the sons, and if you want to say the sons of 50 Cent, they're also the sons of um, Chief Keef. They're definitely sons of Chief Keef. And they're the sons of Lil Wayne. 
Yeah, you have to put Lil Wayne there because... <laughs> yeah, 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 I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. And uh, the last person is Soldier Boy. Let's be realistic. When Soldier Boy came out, some of these kids are 18 now. When Soldier Boy came out, he was probably eight. Are you talking about yeah. the, the Littles? I'm talking about... Not, not to say the Littles. Just, yeah, the Littles. No, the, but a lot of the them The Purple yeah. Dreadheads, the... The that covers are like a lot. Like how many times have we said Chief Keef has birthed a lot of people? Yeah, you, you have. I've well, been championing that. But you can't take away the fact that Soldier Boy is birthed a lot. No, I know, but I've always championed that. There's four. Chief they Keefe, have four dads. Chief Keef is really a lot of these man's dad. They have no. There's four dads. Fifties yeah. one. Fifties definitely one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little... At the time of when they were easily influenced, when they were like eight, nine, fifty was the guy. So sorry to cut you off. So all. So those four people that you named, the people that have come after them. Have they copied those four people or is it influence? I feel like they've copied Little Wayne's costume. They've taken Chief Keith's persona. They have the aspiration of being a 50 and they've taken the methods of Soldier Boy in terms of like... Being social media. Social media. All that stuff. So that I feel like there's different... Um, got different silhouettes you'll jump into when it's time to tackle tackle into. But as far as like creativity, would you say that it's copying or influence? No, they're influenced. But then that you, yeah, they are influenced. But like the the influence is, it's a fine line between. It's like love and hate. And I don't think any of it is homage. If we're saying that, no, some are straight copied. Yeah, I I don't think any of it is homage. Some are straight copied. If they're doing it like for like, then you can probably assume that they're just copying. If they add their own style to it, to me, was paying homage at one point. And then it got to the point where it was copying, and then it got to the point where he's like he transferred into his own stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? So now you can distinguish if when you hear Young Fug and when you hear Little Wayne. When I first heard Young Fug, I thought it was like Wayne. Mm. So that like, it's all about sometimes it does it, it it does come down to the coincidence of having the same vocal take cadence, but then same way it doesn't necessarily mean that oh they copied that. Like, for example, yeah, but how many of these men can they, I, I, like design or copy the hell out of future? Yeah, designer was a ripoff. But that's why, he and did. then he's the first one that I've seen. Not first one, but designer was one of the first real people I've seen. He got grilled for that. He yeah. got killed for something that future. Yeah, because that was an influence. That was that was. But that's yeah. my point, though. But then he got straight up murdered for that. It's like, like he got out of the game because of that. It's like you can't compare. It like, for example, Quavo. If you listen closely, Quavo, like cadence wise, voice wise, sounds a lot like Gucci Mane. Yeah. Like I don't listen to Gucci, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. So like if you want, there's a song that they've got where they're all together and like Quavo comes right after Gucci. I was like, whoa, is that, who's who? It's like, oh, they sound so similar. Like, But they don't, even though they have a similar cadence and voice, you can't say he's biting them because their styles are different, you know? But then I would say, I would say someone like a little Zane. It's probably, to me, I just keep remembering little Zane. It's like the worst, it's the, like the worst one because he's straight copied a method of rapping from Tupac, mm. the way he used to stretch out his words. Mm. But how old was he? His delivery, his how cadence. Old how old was he? No, but, <laughs> but how, old, how, how old was Lil Zane? I don't yeah, know. He's early 20s. Early? I think he was younger than that. No, he wasn't. Not what when he dropped that song with 112. Well, no. he was a you, bro. No, he wasn't, bro. Was he, he wasn't, not? He, wasn't nah, he was like, he had to be I'm in his 20s. Because I remember him when he was in Hardball as well, from that Yeah, but he still wasn't a youth. Yeah, but that was before that, though. But he still wasn't a youth then. Yeah, it's his fault, bro. He was hanging around. He was whipping and everything, like. Yeah, you're right, innit? He was, innit? He was. No, he was living life. I just remember him in that video with Little Wayne. you see with Bow Wow. Yeah, Bow Wow. But again, like, in the case of Little Zane, it's a lot more blatant than a lot of other Gorilla Black's another one. Like, didn't he dress like Tupac too? Is that kind of? Didn't he kind of like have the same kind of style? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there you go. That's what it is. That is so blatant. But everyone's influencing. You look in that industry where a lot of them have absent father figures, who is aware that hip hop will be the first person they run to when it's time to beat, when they beef, or how to handle that girl across the road, or how to 
go to school, dress to school, you know, like certain things that you will hear, you know, when I heard Dip, Dip and Jim Jones say, oh, we don't do the, we don't do the three quarters. I'm saying, okay, I'm Dire Force one, I'm not going to buy it. I'll buy it. <laughs> so buy the high top one and they're talking, you know what I mean? Like you're influenced by these things. So of course they're easily going to be influenced. They have to easily be influenced. Otherwise yeah. that's not how the scene moves forward. Mm. If no one was influenced by each other, there's no industry. Well, mate, yeah. So in a sense, maybe it is homage in a weird way. No, so, 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 I think it has to be. No, there's some that's Because someone from Rakim's era will tell you, yeah, no, nah, he's a biter, man. He, fuck, fuck. Like, that's you know? true. It is very generational. So it's all about well. gen- it's ger- generational. It's very generational. Like, and influence is subconscious. Whereas copying is a conscious thing. Yeah. Like you're consciously, consciously copying someone. If you're like a young J. Cole in Vietnam and you're taking in Nas, Tupac, Jay-Z, you're taking in the messages, you're taking in the styles and you might not know you are. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you start rapping, you might sound like someone. And it's funny that you say we- that because when I, when I wanted to start rapping, like I had an American accent too. And that's because of all the American music mm-hmm. that I was listening to. But we, we take, that take it in. Like when I used to rehearse, like the, the stuff that I penned yeah, in there. You used to rehearse? Rehearse. In my room, of course. When I was Put like, Peter's rap career in the bin. Yeah. You have to rehearse it, right? What the little eight was. Yeah. Okay. So Put- yeah, it, was, it had an American twang because that was yeah. all I listened to. So I, exactly what you just said was perfect. Yeah, I I'm, get that. I might be wrong, yeah? But I feel like we copy a lot in the UK. I was gonna actually. I bring feel up. like we copy a hell of a lot in the UK. Tell me more. Even what? if it's just a bar. I was gonna disagree. With even that. just a bar, we copy. I hear the one. Say there's one bar that blows. I will hear it like ten songs in the UK. I've heard Addison Lee more times in the last two years That's than I've heard in the last twenty four. Miss Banks life. just made a song called Bad Bebop because of OT Bop. Exactly. We will hear a bar, and then that's it. UK runs with it. Addison Lee really is one of them that I heard everywhere. Well, right OT Bop. We're, we're, we're in the stage where we're trying to stapleize our culture. No, I agree. I'm just saying, so we, like, I feel like we've got we a habit to, We of... have to rinse words out. No, we don't. Actually, yeah, that was when we had like... Why do we? When we no, had... Because um... we're, right, we're right now, we're teaching you something. But why do we have to rinse the same words Because Americans do it. But that's not... Is, I'm typing but we're not Google, Americans, though. Typing Ameri- we're not Americans. No, because... No, I'm not saying that because we're not Americans. It's about branding your own cultures. Letting other someone else know what you I, do I here. I feel you. I'm How just... many Americans say the word shout it? No, I feel... You type it on Google, YouTube, the word shout it. But that's their slang, bro. But that's their slang, though, bro. That's what I said as saying, well. Our slang is not Addison Lee. No, but Addison Lee... That's a bar that someone used but it's become that a ring slang. and then everyone used it It's now. become a slang, though. I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from, Mo. People did take that bar because it was popping and they made it, they put it into their songs. And it's, yeah, yeah, people still do it. There's more and I just can't think, but I just feel like we are... No, you're definitely right about that. It's lazy. It's very, very lazy. And I don't know why, though, because I've always been like. Yo, because to me right now, we've got the best rappers in the uh, in the world. I feel like UK are really yeah, filled with the hottest. I believe so as well. And I just think like they, we sell ourselves short when we do that. It might be a relevancy thing. Maybe they're just yeah, trying well, to keep relevant by... It's just, it's just like a it's like a reference though. I just think it's an easy, quick one just to... Yeah, it's like a cheeky reference, like how you just say it. Like it's Sometimes as well, it's almost to just... I don't know. It's, it's better than saying Uber at the time. Everyone says Uber. How nah, I get you, but you know I mean? like, there's more bars, but it reminds me of no, black. Same thing with no, you're right. Barking. Because even same when you're barking. You're right, though. When, 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 it's like barking, everyone. Same thing yeah, with barking. Yeah, barking. barking. Yeah, and no one ever went to barking before then. <laughs> and there's, there's still nothing in barking. I went there one time. Anyway. Of course you did. I, 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 I dropped, dropped someone home. home Peter's the only nigga on the planet that will go to barking. And Rams. They probably got on the same train. Rams ain't even from barking. What? True, he's from Mitchum. What's going on? That's the maddest thing, bro. I thought Rams was from barking. Rams is from where Dave's from. Following off what Mo said about. Um, how we copy is true because even when there was a period where we had the Festa skank, um, then we had um, what's the other skank? There was a few skanks that migraine came skank, out. migraine skank, all them skanks. So no, I get what I'm sure. Said. I'm sure we danced a bit to Fuse ODGs, Antenna, yeah, yeah, yeah. All that yeah. stuff. There was probably a dance there, bruv. And even 
little stuff now. You know, I heard one concert say Energy Crew. Not every UK show I see, they all shout Energy that's, Crew. That's, yeah, like, that's a staple though, so I'm not, I don't oh, matter wait, that. No, I've no, had no, enough. No, I don't no, like that's hearing a staple. the same that's a staple. shit. That's no, a staple. I don't care. Let's be right. Energy Crew's like 30 years old, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. I heard, I heard one person say, maybe I'm wrong then. If I'm wrong, yeah, I'm not going to You're wrong, bro. You're wrong still. But I'm still I'm pretty sure. I've been to like some classy. All right, my fault, my fault. I'm pretty sure you said it. I'm pretty sure you said Energy Crew. Energy Crew. I thought it was one man said it and you came ran with it. That's my fault. If I'm wrong, I'm not going to apologize because I've got pride. But I'm saying. <laughs> I thought that was, but I'm just saying I've heard bare man like that's uh, a, that's actually a UK okay, that's my fault, that's my saying fault. like you go to a rave yeah a garage rave or two dubstep rave and you hear someone oh that's my fault that's my yeah, fault yeah. one time for the energy crew and you're like, ah! like it's actually <laughs> a feeling like it's apology innit that's my fault that's my fault that's for real man that's my fault yeah that was a reach but it's calm innit I'm just but, saying I've had enough of hearing but you're right though about yeah. people yeah. copying things that like, you're actually right like little bars that is repetitive but then who are we to say that all these rappers are not influenced by Addison Lee the note song and want to do that. It's just jarring. It's just yeah. jarring. Because it's, it's, it's clearly influence. Especially in Drew, when everyone's like, there's so many sayings in Drew, four door and four door. How many times? How, how many times? That's the most Every drill bar one. starts with how many times? How many times did I? It's, it's hard, <laughs> but it's like, fam, I don't know times? how many, fam, I don't know how many times. I don't know you. Yeah. I could be a rapper today, bro. Just have how many, times? how many times, four by the four, four, and I'm good. Yeah. And I think there are different ways to show influence too. How man. many times? You don't have to blatantly like show like where the influence comes from. I think you can do it in, in multiple ways. You can be creative with your influence, man. Like I think there are bear rappers out there that like are clearly influenced by some of the greats and they show it in different ways. Like Kendrick's a perfect example. Like we all know his influences, but it's it's not can't see it. it does yeah, it doesn't come across like lazy and it doesn't come across like, yo, right. I'm just copying this guy. Like this person's just influenced me to be great and make this body of work, bro. So I think there are multiple ways in which it can be done. I think nowadays, like people are just lazy. So as a Drake, pe- it's just coming across as copying. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As a Drake a- copied whole verses. Drake, yeah, it's yeah. on Lil Wayne. Like you know the song with YG, the whole the verse. One that you had yeah, he's a bad guy for that. What'd you say? He's a bad yeah, guy. Yeah, he copied that whole verse. That whole verse is not his. He's not on two YG songs. That whole the Who Do You Love one, but he's not on another yeah, one. Yeah, well. that whole verse he took from someone else. No, no, see the one where um, yeah, how did the verse go? Though Who Do You Love? Uh, I got a name, shoddy name, Texas scene, yeah. and a name like OJB, and you, he, that whole verse is someone else's boss. Oh, but wow. he's taking the Leo verses as well. Yeah, like, so is like, like, his obsession with Le- Rappers Le- have done it, man. Rappers have done but, it. But like, I've never heard, a rapper to take a whole verse is wild to me. Mm. He took that, it's not two bars, he took a whole I 15. think Jay's done a whole, I don't think No, he hasn't. Nah, bro, do you know what it is to take a whole 16? Jay man. hasn't taken no one's verses. Man. I'm pretty sure. He's taking no one's verses. Jay-Z. What, bits of people's verses? No, he hasn't. Bits of people's verses? Like a couple lines. That's but that's bits, a salute. That's bits of people's verses, bro. <laughs> even if guys don't even like. Like who? It's Tupac. Yeah. All I needed is life sync. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then he, yeah, but he had the mural of Tupac in the video. Yeah, but this guy didn't like you when he died. What if his last Yeah, but then when Tupac died, the beef died. No, 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 no. So no, 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 no. God forbid, P, you die, yeah? Yeah. And you don't like someone. Let Yo, you that. better ride forever. Let me forever. hear that person mention your name. Yeah, let, let me hear that person mention your name. I'm squashing what? that. I'm, boss, I'm squashing that beef ASAP, fam. What you say? You're done? I'm squashing that beef. He's out of the way now. Why do you like him, fam? Why do you like him? He was a villain. So, Peter, to you, Jay-Z is the perfect example of someone who does influence correctly and paying homage correctly. I believe so, yeah, man. I feel like the catalogue is too is too good and it's too like heavy for like the little you know, lines here and there of people that clearly he's been influenced by and clearly people he's saluting. 
It's just not enough to come and say, yo, he's copying. Nah, not, nah, not, nah, not, not for not me. Because it's more thought out. Yeah, it's not you for me. Copied, well, sometimes it's enough, it's enough homage, isn't it? It's enough homage. But you know he's done it the correct way for me. And every interview I heard him give his props. The way Fat Joe done with Big Pun. Every interview I've seen this guy do, he's given his salutes. But I think that's different though. Yeah, because they're family. Yeah, Pun that was his, his best boy. friend. No, but I'm just saying, but he does it correctly for me. Like amazingly. Mm. If he says a bar, he will always come back and be like, yo, he was better than me. He doesn't take pun. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't yeah, but, he, but he can't say. Yeah, I was going to say, does he take pun? He can't pun, even pun? say he was better than pun. He can't, did it? No way. What? But I'm just saying, Bun's like my that. top five no. dead rappers, but Bun. I'm oh, not sorry, you got, you, got, you got a different section for dead rappers. Pun's, um, in, my, pun's in my top 11. Wait, you, yeah, got, yeah, you yeah, got a different yeah, section yeah. for dead rappers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the most of the best rappers are dead. Big Pun, Big L, Park Biggie. Park Biggie. Pimp C. Most of the best are dead. Yeah, yeah, Even though the bees dead. This is a topic for another podcast, another episode. The best dead rappers. Yeah, man. Hey, man. Shout out Stack Bundles, man. Ah, see? That's another one. Fair dues, fair dues. But yeah, man, I, I agree. It's like, it's a very like sticky situation. And like I said, I think the subconscious and the conscious thing is a thing. And it does go down to the amount of effort that you make to make it clear that it is an influence. So you just got to think really carefully about like how you want to show that. If you don't want to show that, then be prepared for the copying accusations. If you're well thought out with the way you show your homage and the way you show that you're influenced, then people probably won't criticize you for doing it as much. But... As Q said, it is generational and there are going to be people who are just going to think that regardless of what you're doing, you're copying someone. And that's how it's going to be. Like, you're not going to be able to let everybody know and like convince everybody that you're influenced by someone as opposed to copying them. Mm-hmm. So all in all, it's a very great area, I would say. Facts. All right, guys, we've now moved on to the fun portion of today's episode. Same way there are fun portions in every episode. And exactly. today, we kind of want to go on a little bit of a uh, adventure and <laughs> <laughs> why are you laughing said, I, feel like I'm, I feel like I'm getting ready to go to the Isle of Wight or something this guy said Fort Park nah man yeah Fort Park something like that something sexier Chesington. something sexier than the Isle of Wight I said Chesington I've never been um, so what I want to do now is I want all of us to imagine yourself as a festival promoter or a concert promoter and you have the sole task of booking Five rap artists. Dead or alive? No, nah, just alive. Alive. Just alive. Because that's a cheat code. I'm not trying to get a hologram. This, is your, dr- this my, is your dream My budget doesn't festival. have a hologram. This is your dream festival lineup. Okay. But just rap? Just rap. So I can't dip into... No, you cannot. Continue the podcast. Stop. Finish, Can I say Don't groups? finish the sentence. No. I, yes. So I, I can't say it. So I can't say that. I don't know why Radiohead. Radiohead. You were never going to say I can't talk about like who's going to be on a bass. Who's going to be on the... Fam. The piano. Gino, Gino, Gino's not here. Break down the whole roots, yeah. <laughs> well, break down all three thousand of them. Yeah. Bruv, initially, when we um, thought of this topic, I was gonna, I was gonna think about a band that was. Oh, gal, man. And I had, can I wait? Can I tell you oh, who was in my band? Can I tell you who was in the band? No, 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 no. Off the pod, off the pod, off the pod. Just for have Quest Love on the drums. Nah, actually, no, I had him on the drums. Just for reference sake, I don't want to know. Just for reference sake, yeah. The concert's in London, right? Uh, sure. Just so, because I need to. Why does that matter? Because I want to get your dream lineup. I want to get your shows as the best. It's concert. your dream lineup. Oh, that's it. Just that simple. Yes, it doesn't matter the location. I, could, didn't, I, I didn't really do dream. It, I done. It could be an Anita. I, I didn't do dream. I done what concert fix that I pop the most. What five five rap artists? I just yeah. I just yes. got my dream. I didn't say dream. dream. I done it in terms of who I fix in a band. My dream one would be. I mean, do that. Do that. Yeah, let me stick it. Hold on, hold on. Can I at least? We're gonna we're gonna go around, yeah. So I'm gonna start with Mo, then me, then Q, then Yem. 
can it be a certain time of when the artist like is popular? Like, for example, let's say that. I done it now. Like, just, we, pick, just pick five. No, because I done now. Yeah, man. I done just... five now. Does that make sense? I done. So you, you just date. pick five. Like, you might say you want like. Like o- I said today, 0550. Yeah, like that, right. that's, that's, you that's can, a cheap If call. you want to do that, you can. I'm not going to be, you guys can. Yeah. Because then I would have said like, bro, you're copying, please. Just name your five. <laughs> I haven't even finished introing the topic. Oh, sorry, intro no, the thing, no, man. Six, nine, again, bro, bro, you're copying, please, no, though. Again, you're copying, please. You're copying, please, bro. Saying, oh, um, I was going to do... No, that's how your voice sounds. Just pick your five. That's your microphone your head, fam. Can I finish the intro? Hey, fam, don't fret me left. Can I finish the intro though? Oh, have you not? My no. Phone. So yeah, just rap artists. This is your dream concert lineup. And obviously you've got to consider certain things like stature. You've got to consider stage presence. You've got to consider charisma, all that stuff. So yeah, man, pick your five dream acts for a concert. Peter, you're up. All right, cool. So obviously I've got the roots. Big up, big up the roots. You know, you come on, man. What's a concert without the roots? A concert? <laughs> yeah, shut the hell up. <laughs> Yo, shut up. Um, and I'm going to have... No, no, I no, think... no. Ask that question again. What? What's a concert without the roots? I'm not asking that again. No, please do, please, please, please. What's a concert without the roots? A picnic. No, no, no. Ask me, ask me, ask me. I got one more, I got one more. Sky, let no, me no, finish one more, one more. Just ask that question one more time. What's a concert without the roots? A Jimmy Fannin show. <laughs> Bruv, let me do yeah, it. Right, let me finish, man. So yeah, obviously, <laughs> in no particular order, but they're all performing at my concert. So I've got The Roots, um, and then I've got Jay-Z, also on the lineup, obviously. And then I've got Dipset, all four members. Um, and then I've got Kanye West. And then my last one is, um, this is a bit of a cheat code, but I've got Puff Daddy and the family. And the family means Mace, the Locks, Black do- Rob. How are we doing that? What do you mean? Little Kim, all, the Hitmen. Little C's. Little C's, all of them. And, but also, I'm not even done yet. Because I want to, the songs that I want to, I want to say what songs they will come out to as well. Some of the roots. Oh yeah, he really thought. He really yeah. did. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was in my bag. So with the roots, yeah, they will come out to seventy-five bars, which is Black's Reconstruction, which is a song off, I believe, Rising Down album. Um, and then Jay Z will come out to the Dynasty intro. Sorry. You know, feel me. Yeah, I feel um, you. And then Dipset will come out to I really mean it. <laughs> That's cold. You're getting your bag right now. Yeah, I'll go and just let, right I just need that silence. Just let that right breathe. Now. Yeah, no, uh, cool. Um, and then Kanye West, this is kind of obvious one, but he would come out to um, Can't Tell Me Nothing. So that'd be the first song that he comes out to. And then um, Puff Daddy and the family, they come out to All About the Benjamins. Yeah. That's an easy shout, isn't it? Yeah, man. So yeah, that's that's my five, man. I right, can go to me. Go ahead. I'll figure this out. So if you have cash money, no, I'm sorry, if you have bad boys, can I have cash, young money? No, but I said Puff Daddy and the family. And, that's not the whole and label. Little Wayne and his people's. Just say Young Money. Nah, that's not, you can't even run like that. That's not how it works. Puff Daddy and the Family was an album. Thank you. I apologize. I mean, Young Money got an album. Young Money got one with trophies and all of that on it. Bedrock. So what, Gotta Gotta? I tag it somewhere. Yes, Gotta Gotta. No, 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 no. That's good, that's good. Yes, Gotta Gotta. No, 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 no. Some of them, some of them are getting left in America. Little Twisted to get a visa. Bro, name your Little Chucky. So basically, so my first one would be Travis Scott. I feel like Travis Scott would be a dope. Good shout. What'd you say? Good shout. Thank you very much, King. I don't know what song he'll come out to, but Travis Scott will be there. Um, depending on what time we'll start I was going to say Lauren Hill but she won't make it in time so we can't bring her unfortunately <laughs> so Facts. she's going to get left in London so I'll yeah so it's Travis Scott I'll get Drake out just for the sake of I feel like the, when I went to go see Drake live it was when I realised how many bangers Drake's got 
Like, I don't think we deep it until you see him live. And he just does a selection of his hits. Mm. Like, this guy was literally going back to back to back to back to just features alone. So those actual songs. This guy was just doing features. Mm. And he was just doing the chorus and then move on. So I get a Drake. So it's Travis Scott, Drake. I'll have Jay-Z as well. I think I said that to you earlier today as well. Mm. I'll have Jay just because that's the greatest rapper of all time. So I'll have Jay for that one reason, personally anyway. Uh, fourth, judge me all you want. I'm having J. Cole. I mean, you had to, didn't you? Yeah, come on, when you sell out well, all your crowd two, members are going to fall asleep. That's fine. When you sell out all two, five times in a row, yeah, you can have J. Cole to a concert, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Why are you stunting for him? I don't know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I did, didn't it? Like, Jermaine needs your stunting, bro. You feel me? I apologise, guys. Okay. Um, yeah, I have Cole. He's in his bag, man. What would you Number say? five. Uh, that's a tricky one. Number five. Now, this... Oh, fuck. I'll have Kendrick, man. Generally, because that's... That, that's a dream concert is also that's one person I never saw live, but I just feel like him live is a ridiculous performance. I think mm. you spoke about it before. Kendrick live is meant to be ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah, my it's fifth pretty amazing. Mm, my fifth member will be Kendrick, man. So good majority oh. of people is new school, but I would say Jay Electronica will be a 10 minute show. Well, no. <laughs> Why on earth? Why on earth? What'd you say? Why on earth? It'll be a 10 minute show. Yeah, 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 home. Exhibit C, exhibit A, go home. <laughs> like, he, won't even, he won't even rap it. That's what yeah, that's what it's like, you're going to the, the crowd, didn't it? Like it? Fam, he'll trample, he'll, he'll squash one of them crowds, fam. But yeah, that's my, that'll be my concert, man. Honestly, Travis, Drake, and Cole, then man there. So. Well-rounded. I think it is, isn't it? I think it is. 100%. Q, what about you? Okay, so... Puff and the family's amazing. My first one would be, uh, I'm going by the year, so I'm going to go for 1996 Fuji's. Mm. Okay. I'm going to make it yeah, no, I don't think Lauren. No, he would have made. No, he, she would have made it. That oh, one. you're doing that. They said together. This guy doing NBA 2K when they got <laughs> yeah, their yeah, 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 yeah. We're Final Fantasy. This is a bit of a cheat code, you know. Gallery. This, this, this is a, <laughs> this guy's picking errors. I said all three or four to you every week. Yeah, so then I'll, so that's the and they'll come out to ready or not. Yeah, mm. that would be the first first act. Uh, second one would be 2003 uh, Dipset, and they'll they all would have come out to. Uh, um, quunk music, is it? All right, cool. <laughs> we're gonna come uh, the third one, it would have been, the third one would be uh, 1992 slash 1993 Wu-Tang. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, Ghostface with the mask. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a shout. Just before Purple Tapes, when they're really mm. just bubbling together, yeah? Before Cuban Licks. Uh, the, the fourth act would be Pierre's the only one who remembers Ghostface with the mask. <laughs> Pierre, let's go. We were trying to do the mask, I know. I thought you, man. Shout out to Pierre. When Capadonna was in prison. Nah, man, nah, man. Pierre's the only one, man. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, Q. Go ahead. Who says Capadonna? Who mentioned Capadonna? When Capadonna was in prison. Only one person would ever mention Capadonna, fam. Only one person in life would ever mention Capadonna. I mean, you God was in prison for a lot of that album, too. But you God was useless, though. Nah, I don't do that. Big up Golden Arms, man. I don't hear with the Golden Arms. <laughs> yeah, wait, uh, so what have I said so far? I've said 1996 3G, I said 2003 Dipset, I've said 93 Wu Tang, 93, yeah, 93, 94 Wu Tang, like, yeah, when they're just about to go and do their own solo albums, like that sort of era. In fact, maybe just after that, so let's say 94, 95 Wu Tang, mm. they've done all that. Uh, so that's three, that's three acts, isn't it? Mm. The fourth act would be um, 1999 2000 DMX. 
Mm. Mm. Wow, that was shut everything down. Yeah, that's, that's classic DMX. That was shut everything down. When the crack was sweet and have you, seen that, have you seen that video when he's got a whole audience, like some dumb amount of people? Yeah, yeah this guy we said DMX is half the world. <laughs> dumb amount of people. But I'm so happy he's healthy now. I've yeah. seen him now. Yeah. He's actually looked so much better, man. I mean, mm. I mean, let's see how long he looks like the same DMX just with white beards. Like, grow old, yeah, man. Cool. I mean, we hope he lasts for longer. He looks like he's drinking water. You say, yeah, he's drinking water. Working out. Eating healthy. The fifth one would be drinking something, all right. Hmm. Jay Z, but it, it have to be like the Rock La Familia concert, something where he's mm. bringing like the whole Rockefeller team. State property will come show up for, for me. You know, maybe you might see Memphis Bleak just there, throw some money in the crowd. So, mm. Dame Dash has to throw. Dame Dash has to be doing this. Yeah, with the bottle, <laughs> Dame Dash <laughs> with his belly. He has to be doing, has to be doing that. <laughs> has to be doing that. That's hilarious. Like, that's that's probably Jay Z rock rock life familiar. Maybe yeah, rock life familiar album. I said, who do you? So it's like all them man. Yeah, yeah, rock life familiar. I'll probably have it like that. So you, so everyone comes out and backs him. But yeah, and that's like that's like oh that's like oh three J in it oh four. Yeah, roughly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, change clothes, J. When he's still in that moment, like that's O three O four in it. You gotta differentiate because Rock Life Familiar J is different from Change Clothes. It's true. It's true. <coughs> just pick J, man. Ah, yeah, legit. Just pick J. J, J. J. Yeah, yeah, you don't need two thousands. Two thousands. J. You don't need an error for J. You know me. Just say this guy's a bit extra, man. Like, no, no, there is errors for J. You man. don't need an error for as long as it's not Kingdom Come, Jay Z. You're good. No, man. You've got finger. What you've got Wave, Jay Z. You've got Low Fay, Jay Z. Come on, man. Come on. But you're levels. No, but you're But you're good either way. Pick nah, I, might, I, might get four, want, four, four. I might not want Dreadlock Jay Z. I might want Jay Z that like, that just lost Biggie. But Dreadlock Jay might be like <laughs> the best Jay. <laughs> He's on that kind of shit. Yeah, my favorite Jay was Jay with the Roly in the vest, bro. Oh, what streets is watching? Yeah, man. Yo, legit. These men are legit treating Jay Z like an NBA 2K character fan. Yeah, but he's gone through These phases. These guys are legit treating Jay Z. Yo, I yeah, like yo, yeah, yeah, pick your fan. Character, bro. I like yeah, the man. He, I liked it when he had a t shirt on with no hoodie on. Every fan. But I liked it when he had one sock on. Like, <laughs> nah, you, nah, nah, him nah, like you don't know Jay, man. You don't know Jay. Yeah, you're not a Jay yeah, fan, though. You don't know Jay, man. So, okay, guys, I didn't know you had his WhatsApp number. That's my boy. That's my boy. That's my boy. What's his middle name? Corey. Quincy from. Quincy. Nah, Sean Corey Carter. That's his name, yeah. Level Corey. Yeah. Oh, getting the bin, fam. For yeah, me? Five? <laughs> ah, yo, 29 years old, these guys are telling me, okay, fam. So? Like, he pays their bills. Thank you. He could, uh, though. Okay, so Easily, I'm going to try to be as well-rounded as I can. So I'm going to start off with Kendrick, mm. just for the um, stage presence, for the show, because he's got stupid um, visuals that go with his show. Um, his performance, <coughs> always dope. Um, I think for like... The proper like hip hop heads, nineties hip hop heads. I'd have, I'd have a tribe called Quest, um, because which you know, year? There ain't no years, man. We're just gonna do tribe called Quest because they were they were sick throughout. Fair enough. Throughout, they don't. They, I mean, they had an era, but they didn't really have an era because they just made continuously good music. Yeah, that's right. Even the ones that not don't necessarily get all the praise were good albums. Like Beats, Rhymes, and Life, The Love Movement. They were good albums, mm-hmm. and their last album was fucking amazing. Yeah, so, their last album was cold. Yeah, man. So and they and they went off on a high. So it'd be great to see them perform that album. Obviously without five, but it'd be great yeah, to see them to be perform. Five, five. Hey, man. That's why I selected um, ninety four because ODB still there. For I feel you, but <laughs> I even saw them once. Um, actually, no, this is before. This is before um, he he passed away. To be fair, you seen but Tribe? Was, I seen Tribe once at Wireless. Uh, wow. This was like years ago. Um, it was Tip, Fife, and Shahid. Oh, you met uh, all three of them. 
Yeah, man. But then... Well, you, you met them or you saw them? I didn't meet them. I didn't I meet them. I was, um, I was just watching them. Um, pay for a ticket and everything. Back when he used to pay for tickets. Um, what kind of stunt? That was a stunt. What a stunt <laughs> in his background. Back when I used to pay for tickets. Hey, I still pay for tickets. That's a humble brag. Not, not, humble... not as frequently. You don't pay for tickets, King. I still do. I can't remember the last one I paid for, but you know, Man, we move. Um, actually, no. I do remember. It was this week. But anyway, we'll move. Um, so yeah, Kendrick, um, Tribe. I'm going to cheat a bit. I'm going to go for a beat battle between Swizz and Timberland. Mm. Because mm. that is going to go off. They're not at 197, by the way. Yes. So I'm going to go for that. Swiss because one. that would go off. That's like life. Everyone. That's Everyone would go off, like because they obviously both have classic productions. That counts as one part of the show. <laughs> you should watch the. I don't know if you've seen because it's a they, battle. I don't know if you saw the one they done for Hot 97 on Summer Jam yeah, stage. The one where he smoked uh, Just Blaze. Nah, the Just Blaze one was like a three hour one. That oh, was a Summer Jam. Buster Rhymes face was like, yeah, yo, fam, he smoked Just Blaze. But there was a, a Summer Jam stage. Swiss Beats and them were all just going back and forth for banger, for banger, for banger, for banger. Swiss Beats does that a lot. He done that with Kanye West as well once. On I feel last. like you were watching that. I was watching that show. I was playing that for Omar in New York. Yes. But then he also done that with Swiss. He also done that with Kanye like 10 years ago as well. Mm. And he beat Kanye. Because <laughs> you know what? He just picks the right songs. Yeah, 100%. And he smoked Just Blaze. And Just Blaze is a better producer for me. Well, continue, King. Fourth, Busta Rhymes. Because he's just got hits on hits on hits on hits. Mm. And again, it'll just pop off. And think of the energy. like. Mm. And even though, you know, he's got a tonk neck now. He's a lot bigger. He's a lot, you know what I'm saying? He might not necessarily hit the highs or like go as wild. But the songs are still gonna pop off. That's why you've got to pick a year. I ain't picking no year, man. Yeah, because this Buster Rhymes might pass out. Nineteen ninety-seven. Nah, man. Because this Buster, but the music, but the music, but the music will still be there. Yeah, but this Buster Rhymes might pass out. You don't know that. He didn't recently. He can't perform those songs the same way he used to. Of course not. But he's not gonna pass out, is he? He passed out recently on Bussy Said fam. My nigga will never pass out, man. That's my guy. Like last year, he Bussy Said on the thing because he fell. He dropped and Bussy Said fam. Yeah, but he didn't collapse. Because yeah, he was he tired. Over, man. My fifth. Um, is a, this, is a, this is a tricky one. Because I want to go for the nerd in me. But it might not necessarily round out well to a good concert. So the nerd in me would probably go for MF Doom. Because he's so elusive. And I feel like if he did turn up, it would be... You're right, Mo. <laughs> nah, MF Doom is You want to take it outside? <laughs> nah, but... <laughs> You can't shit on MF Doom. I didn't say that. Is it the most? So the nerd in you is MF Doom. The nerd in me is MF Doom. The more like the concert going you. The concert going me would probably go for like a Travis Scott because I I really really enjoyed his show. Um, High energy, all that good stuff. So I'm kind of torn. But to be honest, since it's mine, I'm gonna go for MF Doom because if he turns up, it'll be a madness. Because if he turns up, up, it'll be a madness, (laughs) and I'll pay him top dollar for him to show up. Hey, but that's why I didn't bring Lauren Hill fam. I feel you, man. That's why I said 1996, Fuji. Because this Lauren Hill, tell her concert at 7 o'clock, she'll show But I like that approach. I like that approach. It's not always the same approach. But I like, we both, we've all gone for different approaches. So what's your one all around? It was... It was Kendrick, Busta Rhymes, Tribe Cool Quest, Swizz, Timberland, Beat Battle, and MF Doom. The Beat Battle was sick, I'm not going to lie, man. That was a good show. I should have done something like that. That would be smack bang in the middle. So I'd probably start with, I'd probably start with, I'd probably start with Kendrick. And then I probably move on to MF Doom, kind of like level out. out. Mellow's out. Then we go to the beat battle. Then we go to Buster. And then naturally, because they're boys, end with Tribal Quest. Who wins? Who wins what? The beat battle. 
I'm more of a Tim. I'm more of a Timbo fan. If I'm I think Timbo's yeah. a better producer. Yeah. Timbo is I a think producer. Swiss wins the battle. Because Swiss right. has got You're probably like right. the Rough Rider songs yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. He's got the crowd pleasers. Yeah. But it's like the Just Blaze. Just Blaze for me is a better producer than Swiss. But Swiss has got the. I agree. Do you know it what I mean? Sounds mad. Like, 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 see what bang in a club. Like, yeah. yeah. So if you play, stop, drop. You yeah, know what it's I mean? true. It's true. It's true. You're right. Yeah, Timberland's got yes. them. Swiss is probably winning. Headphone worthy beats. Yeah, like he's got the. Like he tried to play. I remember in the Hot Night Summer Summer, he tried to play. We be all night love. That. And the show after that, uh, Swiss Beats played Rough Riders Anthem. Like, come on, man. Man, there's no oh, contest there, is there? Yeah, come on, like, we know. Yeah, Timbo gonna... played that all wrong. To be fair, uh, he like, he did not have a game. Well, he tried to play Beyonce, Jay Z. Yeah, we, these are like, these are going back and forth against Swiss Beats. Like this guy's got un, unheard DMX and, uh, I'm not gonna lie, I, that, you guys. I got if you got title, it's one title for free. It's epic. It's like 50, twenty minutes. It's, he knows me. I swear by that thing. Beat well. So, out of all of our concerts, which ones are you going to? Mine. No, you can't pick your own. Honestly, I think mine wins. Just being honest. You can't pick I'll your probably own. I'll probably go Yemi's to be fair. I'll go to Yemi's concert still. I'll go to Peter's concert still. I'll actually go to everyone's I'll go, I'll go to all your concerts. But I'll yeah. go to my concert first though because um, I'm, I'm seeing some classic Honestly, songs. if you said Travis, I would have gone to yours. You said Travis? Oh, you said yeah. MF too. If you said, if said Travis said MF, I would have gone to yours. Fair enough. Because obviously you know how I feel about MF. I think the moral of the story is we're all wavy curators. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yes. All wavy curators and we would all attend each other's concerts. Um, some of us might dip sooner than others, but you know, at least we were there for the experience. Yeah, I guess we've come to the natural end of today's episode. So um, yeah, unless you guys have anything else you want to say, share. It's been a pleasure uh, being here. Yeah. Obviously, shout out to Q for coming through. Shout out yeah, to Q. Man. You know what Big I mean? Up. Where can we find you on the socials, Q? You can follow me on Bants with Q. That's Bants with Q, one word. I think you were going to spell it. How did that even come about, the whole Bants with Q thing? Uh, because for those that don't know he's also a comedian and he'll do commentary on videos on Instagram and he's basically got a page for it but I, I don't know it just came from like always watching videos with my friends and talking shit about it and my friends would be like oh you should record that man that's funny that's why I'll do it and it worked so yeah shout out to Q for coming down you know you're big always up. welcome here you know what I'm saying big up my brother 100%, 100%. Appreciate, appreciate. I'll be back soon, man. Yeah, man. And just so to let you bring the whole crew next time, man. Bring the whole yeah. crew. Shout out the whole crew. I'll bring some friends with 100%, 100%. Is there new music coming? Yeah, we've got um, the SMF mixtape coming out soon. Boom. Um, High Street Sound. You know, I've got, um, I've also got a project coming out with Paul Stefan coming out soon. So we'll be out soon. We're going to look out. Within the next month, the project with me and Stefan will be out. And by the time it's January, the SMF project should be out as well. Love that. Yeah. Well, on that note, I should mention that this will be the last podcast for about a month um, due to a bunch of different things. Mainly wanted to take a break. Plus, we're going to be in Cuba in a couple of weeks' time. So, you'll have a lot of content to listen back to, 17 episodes. And we'll be back in a month's time, basically. And as always, you can follow us on the socials. That's at Rhymes Dimes Pod. Well, we do a bunch of different things, man. We do tracks of the week. We'll do one got goals. We'll even post some exclusive group chat banter of Peter just going off about a song. <laughs> and in I'm a way, only in a way only he can. And I'm so, gonna have a thing on Instagram called honorable mentions once a week. That's a good idea. I'm gonna do it. We'll talk about that off the pod because you did just spring it on us. Yeah, what to give? Do you know what I mean? I want to team here. I, I love that. Them, That's a good idea. Yeah, I want to give the people their flowers once a week. You've been wanting to. Because I say in the group chat a lot. 100%. 
Fair enough. Well, from us here, it rhymes like dimes. We would like to wish you. What am I saying? <laughs> I said Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's how you know it's me. So yeah, um, <laughs> so yeah, on behalf of all of us, we'll see you next time. Um, I don't have a saying to end the show, um, but let me see if I can think of one. Um, okay. See. Uh, till do next me a favor. Don't do me no favors. <laughs> Cheer. <laughs> you can lead a horse to a well, but it doesn't mean that he'll snitch on the bloods. Shout out to Takashi 69. Shout out to 69. <laughs> Wasn't my best, but hey man, it's late. Anyway, take care. Peace. Yeah, big up.